Your mother sucks glasses half full in hell. Happy Halloween, everybody. It is the fourth annual Halloween podcast from Wasted Potential Podcast. I am Ronnie, your host, the lover of all Halloween and messed up films. And with me, as usual, cannot do a Halloween podcast without my two co-hosts. The first one needs no introduction, but demands it in his contract. He's the only man to ask for numerous demons to be inside of him at one time. Shane. Yeah, there's not a lot of room left, but uh, I can assure you, someone's mother sucks cocks in hell. (laughs) (laughs) How many times can I say that? (laughs) Should have changed our cursed word, uh, Dan. (laughs) I know. Yeah, I'm Shane. Hi, everybody. Happy, happy <laughs> Halloween. It's going to be a great one. These movies fucking suck. <laughs> Glad you're here, Shane. And with us, he's back. It's been a long time since we've had this uh, this gentleman on the podcast with us. He's the only homeless and ferret priest who's been sanctioned by the Catholic Church. Hobo Dan, welcome back. Yeah, Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate the invite. And I wasn't kidnapped by the native people in Amazon. I just took some bad mushrooms under the bridge. Downtown. I forgot yeah. about Anaconda. That was like so a month ago, high. you moron. I was so <laughs> high when I did that. I listened to it. I'm just like, oh yeah, the snack the whole fucking time. The oh, that's the, the funny time. part. It's it's not you eating the goddamn entire fucking podcast. Oh yeah, I remember that. I had Wiener Schnitzel. So delicious. God, I hate podcasting with you so much. Happy Halloween, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Dan, any other updates from you? At the moment, no. I uh, might get some PTSD with the Catholic Church after Rudy, but we're good. Okay. Well, it is Halloween, and as always, we like to um, rock out with our costumes out this year. Uh, as many preteen girls, that I also am as well. A costume yeah. is... Taylor Swift, but I am dressed out in the cunt era. It's all the eras combined into one. Oh. Clever. Thank you. Shane. She's now, she's now on the Chiefs. <laughs> the team formerly known as the, from the Chiefs. Now it's called the Swifties. Um, yeah. Uh, Shane, what's your costume for this Halloween? This year, I did one only we would enjoy, and I'm going to be Paraguayan. <laughs> <laughs> demon hunter. Uh, I've been sent by the Catholic Church to hunt a demons. <laughs> don't step on a, don't fuck with a Paraguayan exorcist. And I'm just gonna Shane. smile in the corner. Just does your mother suck say hell kind Shane, I have a I have a question for you. Um how long yeah. did you do that accent for until your wife almost strangled you? <laughs> she was Looking into the room, being like, what the fuck? As I'm like, don't touch her, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I want a picture of John Voight in my room to scare my wife when she just looks at <laughs> he's like doing that weird stroke smile. Because <laughs> this is around the corner, Shane, don't worry. And I'd be like, babe, you praise his glory, all right? John's <laughs> watching out for us. He's keeping this house safe from demons, all right? The father's son in holy Voight. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good one. That, that's the uh, that's the Christmas sweater. Oh, it's uh, it's, it's already in it's already in my uh, shopping cart. Dan, yeah. we dressed up this year for Halloween. 
Uh, fentanyl. <laughs> God damn it. It's what all the kids are doing. <laughs> Why am I laughing so hard at that? <laughs> Fucking Danny. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <the> bottle, <laughs> a little handheld needle with me too. <laughs> I'm fentanyl, everybody. Comes oh. with syringes. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> okay, well, that's the end. <laughs> oh, excellent. Okay. We, we always find a way to piss off someone new. That's <laughs> usually the Catholic Church, but goddamn. Okay. You want to get um, high, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just cut like... that shit out. <laughs> okay. You want to pick another costume or what? What? You want to pick no. another costume or no? Okay. No, do not pick another costume. <laughs> no, it can only go get worse from here. I'll do crack cocaine next. <laughs> You're gonna downgrade now, you fucking trash person. Okay. Okay. <coughs> oh, oh, for that. It is Halloween. Um. This is our fourth annual podcast here. Every year we do like a, a commentary track, but this year we're busy. And last year we started this like a new routine of doing longer form podcasts where we kind of deep dive into a franchise or a series. So we huge mistake. Ah, uh, yeah, but they're my favorite ones to prepare and actually record, not mm-hmm. edit, but record for sure. They're tons of fun. And so this year we're kind of debating it. Um, I threw around the Nightmare on Elm Street films. Dan, what'd you throw around? Uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah, terrible, terrible idea. Um, Shane threw around Suicide, which, you know. <laughs> that or Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's actually what you actually, you actually, actually did <laughs> do that one, which is definitely horrifying. But um, we decided to do The Exorcist film franchise and i say franchise because i can't put enough quotes around that shit because i think fast oh. and the furious is a better <sighs> franchise than the exorcist oh film don't series. say that i've never seen a single one at least i could get through a fast and furious film exorcist 2 took me three attempts to get through it we'll get there i kept falling asleep <laughs> so i've seen most of these films um dan have you seen how many of these ones have you seen before none Oh, perfect. So you're like a virgin there. And Shane, you've only seen the first one, right? I had only seen the first one up to this point. I wish it would have stayed that way. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, I'm a fan of two of these uh, six films. And then obviously the new one just got released. So we thought, why not? Let's do this one. There's less movies. We can talk about a little bit more. Maybe not talk about some of them at all. But um, we're going to do The Exorcist. We'll get more into the films themselves. A couple games here to make sure this Halloween's fun. I have a new game called Demon or Dumbass. So I have a um, a name and description of a real or fictional, <coughs> by real I mean fictional, a fictional demon or one I just made up right now. And then the boys here have to guess if it's real or fake. Loser has to drink. Um, also, we have this another game because we really want to hate ourselves. This is Dan's idea. It's called Cursed Words, where... Uh, each of us pick the secret word for another person in the podcast, and if they say that word, they have to drink what, Dan? Um, a wonderful can of green split pea soup. I got a disgusting Shrek-looking glass in front of me, and I hope to God I don't have to drink this. Yeah, it's too chunky. 
Pretty Come gross. On. So we're going to dive into these films. we got some games in between. we got some trivia. We're going to have some fun. We're going to offend you. Um, if you're enjoying what we're doing now or in the past there, follow us on um, Twitter or aka X, uh, Instagram. Email us at podcastbasepotential at gmail.com, YouTube, whatever. And to wrap this all up, i got a surprise ending for the boys they don't know about. So it's going to be Excited. a... Gonna be a, a wholesome Halloween for all. Okay, so each of us was assigned a specific film to talk about and jump into. Dan, you have the pleasure talking about one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, can I say my game before we start? You have a game? Yeah, it's called Demon Benzer Bentley. <laughs> it's cars that have been named after the devil, and you have to say true or false. Oh, I didn't know you did anything for this podcast. Look at that. Yeah. I, I thought of the name first, and I had to figure out a game to fit it. <laughs> I was listening to Lloyd Banks the other day, and I was like, oh, my God, Demon Benzer Bentley. <laughs> that is such right. a weird like throwback, and I love it. Yeah. All right, Pete. Yeah. That's so, not dead. Oh, he's yeah. not? Ah, oh, fuck. The unit's dead, but Lloyd's not dead. All right. So one fifth okay. is dead. Here we go. Those are accurate. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Dan, you have the honor of uh, giving us a synopsis for the 1973 <clears throat> film The Exorcist. All right, go fentanyl to start. Um, let's see. So I guess first context, I've never seen this film before all the way through, and I just watched it three times in the past month and a half. My oh fiance my is very upset with me. <clears throat> somewhere between science and superstition there is another world the world of darkness so we open to the greatest country in the world iraq where we meet father Marin, played by max von s word last name sidow sidow yeah thank you uh who's an archaeologist exploiting the great people of iraq to find him artifacts they end up finding a small artifact slash head that turns out to be one of the demons or the demon that is the anti-star of this wonderful movie. Quick cut to Washington, D.C. area where we meet Ellen Burstyn's character, who I'm just going to call Mom or the Mother because I don't remember her name. And we Chris also McNeil. meet the, her dot. Who? Chris McNeil. Ellen Burster, Burston, whatever, and her daughter Regan, played by the good old Linda Blair as well. I'm surprised he didn't do a squeal. Regan! <laughs> I don't get the context, Shane. Thank you for interrupting me. <laughs> they are tempor- temporarily living there as Ellen Burston films a movie because supposedly she's a big time actress just playing herself. We are then introduced to Father Karras, played by Jason Miller. And also the saddest looking human being on the face of the earth. <laughs> from there, the gradual climb from science to religion ensues. Regan gets possessed by Captain Howdy and his Monopoly game. From there, we are all, we all just must sit back and watch the ride of madness of this 1970s doctor thinking that Regan needs a lobotomy. To realize that we need the Catholic Church to save the day at the end. But this ride was not smooth. 
it was bumpy. This bumpy ride went from a drunk director who died, an old priest who died, necks were broken, split pea soup everywhere, pissing on floors, masturbating with a crucifix, and a young priest kills himself for the greater good of the Catholic Church. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the 1973 Exorcist. And it wasn't the church that diddled her. It was the, the <laughs> director. Oh, there we go. Nice. Um, directed, by William Fre- directed by William Fredkin, and then it's also based off the original novel by William Peter Blatty um, about the girl, the little girl or the little boy uh, several years before being possessed in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. By a demon and supposedly being cast out, but that's some skepticalism there. So that's the yeah. exorcism. All exorcisms are met with some skepticism. <laughs> there you go. It should be. Um, so yes. in the past, in our um, bringing the horror, Shane and I have discussed this film. It's one of my favorite movies of all mm-hmm. time. But Dan, this is your first experience watching this all the way through. Tell us, like, like what's your reaction to this? Because you know, there's so much hype. Behind this fucking film, it's so notorious. It's fifty years old. Like, what were your what's your kind of initial reactions watching it three fucking times in a month? So the first time, I didn't pay attention as I, as I should have been. I was kind of sidetracked, and I'm like, eh, "This is fine. That's cool." Because this movie is what what else can you say about this film? It's it was considered the scariest movie of all time for its time and for probably for years. But then watching it a second time, I absolutely freaking love this film um especially when you watch the documentary on youtube uh i think it's called the fear of god it's about an hour and a half i think i would recommend that um after you watch the film if you haven't done so already because it gives you context but also kind of gives you a little bit of a sadness about the behind the scenes stuff um but this is just a classic 1970s director going apeshit crazy (laughs) no boundaries doing whatever he wants to to get the film done Stanley Kubrick style. Um, <laughs> there's so much stuff to go through and I'm not sure how much we want to get into it because again, this movie's been around for so long and what else has not been said about this film? Um, I want to get Shane's opinion on this because I think Ryan and I talked about this off air too. Sure. After sure. watching it. Alright, well, my context is a little weird. Because I have reviewed this movie elsewhere before yeah. watching it with this. Um, and I saw Rosemary's Baby first, which I hadn't seen either The Exorcist or Rosemary's Baby. So I'd always mix those two movies together. <laughs> Rosemary's Baby is boring. Exorcist is only a little boring and a lot more awesome. It gives you what I wanted at the end of Rosemary's Baby. Uh, so The last... In, in, in more in pieces, I would say it's more it's more um, peaks and valleys. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I like The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's scary, but I do think it is um, uncomfortable. It, it makes me squirm in my seat. Um, I don't understand the people. Like, I think the best part of The Exorcist is when people start to accept that it's a demon. Up to that point, it's just frustrating. And it's just a drunk guy calling someone a kraut over and over again. And then the German being like, you are a, you are a bad man. You are a bad man. <laughs> like that's, that's all it is. Um, but it's kind of frustrating 
because the whole movie's just doctors being like, hmm, climbing on walls. Definitely a stroke. Climbing on walls. <laughs> and you're like, uh, yeah, okay. And like, I think the mom uh, does a good job. I really like Father Karras. Um, he's he's my favorite part of the entire film, I think. I think my problem is, too, I've seen this movie now too many times, and it's losing its magic with me because I just keep noticing something that I don't like more and more. Um, Like with Father Karras' character, I like his crisis of faith and all that, but like it, it, the end when he's like the demon's goading him and he's just like, fuck you, demon! And you're like, come on, guy, like... Oh. you were told that this was going to happen and he's like choking her. He's like, fuck you, bitch. Like, don't talk about my mom. Like, <laughs> um, but it's, I'm going to complain a lot, but I, I think it's a good, very good movie. Why did we invite Shane to this podcast? Because I have a big dick. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> Like you're, I totally disagree with Shane. But um, <clears throat> like you're saying, Dan, it's kind of hard to like to pinpoint what we want to talk about here because everything's been said. But mm-hmm. I think like I like Shane says, like the more he watches it, the less he likes it. The more I watch it, the more I have so much more to focus on. There's so many things to kind of mm-hmm. get enthralled with. So I love every. I watch it at least once a year. So I actually lo- I love this movie. I don't like. I think you're right, Shane. I don't think it's scary. Like what horror movie is scary? Like I think the Exorcist the is effective. Yeah, well, there you go for you. But like <laughs> for me, it's it's the most one of the most effective films of what it's trying to do. Like put these like <clears throat> these like four characters together and just kind of get these like whole idea of crisis of faith and like um and like loss and just like uh, just questioning everything and just not sure what to do when you're put in the mm-hmm. most uncomfortable position in your entire life. So just like what do we put our faith in and the kind of the results of those things um also like fate too so um like you're saying dan i think damien Karras is one of my favorite movie characters of all time he's um until the third exorcist but um i i love <laughs> i love damien so much because he just he looks like the most melancholic sad like basset hound oh. ever and he's just like miserable with every aspect of his life and and like I relate to that character not because my life is miserable, but like I always like putting myself in the like movie characters like that. I'm just like everything is just like falling apart. Like he's he's literally miserable at this job. His mother is dying. He can't afford to give her the life he wants to. He's questioning literally everything. He loses his mother. He doesn't know what to do. And then like this lady is asking him for help, and he and like he does care, but he like he tells um Father Dyer like I can't help these college kids. Like there's something I can do. So you know mm-hmm. he cares about people. But then when this woman comes, he like he almost like dismisses her. Like, you're out of your fucking mind. There's, the mm-hmm. exorcists aren't real. It's not a thing. But he just goes and he's kind of there to help her. He doesn't even fully believe it. But he's there because he knows like he has to do this because he's a caring person that's just like stuck in this awkward situation. Just like all these things just kind of are pulled together by fate or the demon or God, whatever. It just it all kind of intermingles. So I, I, love, I love this movie every time I kind of watch it there. I do like with him too, because I think he's the first to like believe her. Um, because he like walks in and he's like, Okay, well I'll talk to her and she's like has a crucifix. Mm-hmm. She's like, Fuck me, Jesus and he's like, Yep, I I think that's a possession. 
<laughs> well, no, at first he's kind of like very calm, cool, and collected, and then he progressively gets worse and That's worse. That's right. She starts yeah. speaking Latin to him. and Yeah, and, they, and then the, he re- listens to the uh, recording. It's English and reverse. And, yeah. Yeah. But it's funny that also, too, the Catholic Church is like, we need proof. And it's like, what? <laughs> what? I just I, I want to look at the the library of the Catholic Church where they you know have the rules of an exorcism. Like, all right, does he meet the checklist? Yep, speaks in tongues, um, vomiting, split peas. Yep, uh, have they peed? Anyone they're not supposed? Oh, okay, yep. oh crucifix. All new right, one. That's we a can new have one. an exorcist come out uh, next Monday. Uh, are you free Monday? Between between uh, eleven a.m. and four p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, make yeah, sure to the, tie them up. <laughs> yeah, the Catholic dogma is very by the book. Um, um, but no, but Shane, like, you make jokes about that, but why I like this film so much is because this is so this is pre-exorcism movies. So like the Catholic Church is even making fun of her, saying, "Well, it's like shock therapy. It's not a thing that we mm-hmm. do. It's like like in you know in like third world countries they believe this shit. We're progressive minds we don't buy this shit anymore like like the church themselves are not believing this at all so karis doesn't even really fully believe it but he's because this woman is so desperate he brings the case they even say karis isn't even qualified let's bring in this old guy and uh, is he qualified ah he's old we don't really care like they're, they're doing it like we have like two people that are qualified one's in prison for touching children and the other's <laughs> in iraq right now probably that, touching children yeah but that's the whole point is like no one believes this Except, make, except like uh, the mom, ha, ha, like she didn't know she believes it's a demon, but she believes something fucked up is wrong. But then the but then the actual uh, um, Marin comes in. He's like, yeah, demon. I don't need details. I'm gonna fucking do this. Like, cause like he's so old mm-hmm. school. He's old world, and then Karis is so new world. So it's kind of a cool, like that class. balance of these different things. Kind of like you're saying, Danny, like the old and the the new are like connecting there. That I, I like the idea, cause I was cause this time when I was watching it, what I was focused on was like. What's the purpose of the exorcist? It's called the exorcist, but why is it called that when, when um, Marin's in it for ten minutes, maybe? But mm-hmm. that's kind of like the whole point. Like it's about an exorcism. The exorcist is there, but it's like all leading up to that point. And when Shane and I talked about the best movie of the year, the Pope Exorcist, like this movie <laughs> leads up to this moment. It's such a Cuckoo. big deal. So it's it's all this. It's just leading it. All these characters are intertwining. I love in the beginning, like. You see Father Karras in the background when Chris McNeil's walking. You see Mc- yeah. McNeil in the background. Uh, Karras is there watching the film thing. Uh, the, only time he, get, the only time when he smiles during the entire film is the first time we see him. Yeah. So it's like they're all in this vicinity and then they all just intermingle. And I'm not a person who's like religious or spiritual in any way, but I like the idea of just like fate because it works for this movie, faith and fate, just like intermingle. And it's what all these things had to fall in place for this kind of thing to work. And we kind of learn through later that this isn't Father Marin's first tango with Pazuzu, oh, but um, yeah, did, did yeah, that, I can't remember. In the first one, does it hint that he's tangled with this one before? They said the, he's done an exorcism before in Africa mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, in um in the book, uh, in the book it uh it makes it much more abundantly clear that that he's dealt with a similar thing in Africa and. And like it, it's like uh, I, th- I think in the pre the, the prologue of the book, like Marin knows he's being baited by like this demon, and it's kind of leading him to that point. So for him, it's like a, a kind of a personal thing, 
And then I know at one point in the movie, right? Um, I can't remember if this is in the original cut, Dan, or the version you've never seen before. There's a part where I think it zooms in on Reagan's face and she's like breathing heavily when she's possessed. And then, and he's, and she, and, and she's like visualizing Marin, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's well, gotta be, it's gotta Marin, be the, I think. No, it's gotta be the, the quote writer or director's cut, whatever you want to call it. The version you've so. seen before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, I think in one of those. Yeah. God, there's so many fucking versions. Yeah, I like it's it's obvious in the beginning, like he, he finds the little skull, then he goes to um, uh-huh. uh, like the little dig site right. and sees the big statue. So it is hinting that's there, but it's very subtle because it's not about the exorcist itself, it's about the little girl and all the things behind it really. The and lore it's... of the exorcist is all a blur to me. <laughs> oh yeah. And... Like like gotta stay on solid ground here because the foundation is gonna fucking crumble literally. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think I took the perspective of Father Karras and then the mother and the second and third time going around. And I, that's why I think it's it just the idea of it's terrifying. The fact that there, you're the fact that you're hopeless for this little girl. You have nothing that you, you, you really don't know what to do. And science that we all trust and have been about because we're a third we're a first world country on the west side we that's all we think about is just science and these doctors we trust and now that's kind of fucked and you're hopeless and then you see these doctors go in saying oh probably lobotomy again or something like that <laughs> and then you see father Karras reaction at some point and he's just like goddamn terrified and he's just kind of like what the fuck deep down um The idea of helplessness and hopelessness for the, those two characters, I think, is just why it makes it so terrifying for me because I haven't put in that spot. Those medical scenes are some of the hardest to watch too, because like they actually did that procedure on that kid, which is kind of yeah, fucked. That's just just as medieval as a goddamn exorcist. <laughs> the 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 needle thing I just went through recently, and it's it's fucking terrifying. It's that much blood too. <laughs> and they actually did it to that poor fucking yeah. kid. <laughs> That's not fake. <laughs> of course. <laughs> He's like, yeah. you stabbed that kid's spine. She's like, I can't. He's like, you're not Union. Shut up. <laughs> I'm surprised Fred can then just shoot her and say, oh, bolt wound. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he hands to Max von Sydow. He's like, so in this scene, we kill the demon. He's like, this is a real gun. And he goes, I know. <laughs> we, can get, we, can get, we can get in that briefly, too, if you want to. Make it a headshot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how uh, how freaking fired the gun next to Miller? Yeah, he did that, but then he 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 had hidden guns, like he had a shotgun and like little pistols hidden around the like the the sets of the film, <laughs> waiting just for like if someone needs it, I'll bring out the shotgun or the pistol. We'll see what happens today. <laughs> William freaking is a goddamn psychopath, and. One day I'm gonna make you all watch the movie Killer Joe with me, and then you, and you'd be like, "Oh, I thought oh, he was no. fucked before, but in the 2000s, he uh, he and Matthew McConaughey uh, take us all for a wild ride." You mentioned this, I think, last year. Oh, I I mentioned yeah. it whenever I can. It's a it's yeah. a it's, it's a high quality movie. 
Oh no! I yeah. I can't. You keep fucking me over with movies, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. After um, watching, fa- actually, Fat Russell Crowe was a treasure. That was actually fun. On his uh, little scooter. I know when <laughs> to. <laughs> I know when to give you like trauma. I know when to give you laughs. Okay, I'm a, I'm a balanced man. <laughs> it's it's the concept it, of giving you a treat then taking it away when you have to sometimes. Exactly. Ronnie's um, like a bartender that gives you a shot, and you're like, oh, that was nice. What about that? He's like, oh, that was a birthday cake shot. Try this one. And I go, oh, my God. And he goes, that was my piss. Did you enjoy that? Or it's green split pea soup. Exactly. <laughs> Dan, did you – um, which version did you watch? And if you don't know the diff- – did you, wait, do you, do you, do you know, like, when you watch it, did you like know the difference or no? Uh, no the, I, I watched the original one. I, didn't wa- I couldn't find the director or the uh, writer's cut. Okay, have you seen the the version you ever seen before, Shane? Here, here's how you know. Have you seen Reagan do the spider walk backwards down the stairs? No. So yeah. I think I watched the original version because that's like mm-hmm. director's cut. Because I yeah. remember the first time I viewed it, I'm like, when does she do that spider walk? So in and, the original uh, in the original film, they cut that out because freaking couldn't figure out how to not have the strings. But in 2000, uh, uh, Blatty convince because because like they shot all this stuff back then but but freaking cut it all and then in 2000 blatty convinced freaking to put it back in and called it the version never seen before and they put it back into theaters and had the spider walk it has one of my favorite scenes actually is a scene when um uh because you know karis and uh marin don't talk a lot but they, they had one more scene when they talk and it kind of gets into the themes of the movie so and um, that's, it's, that... you know, it's like one of my favorite scenes of the film I, that's a 50-50 for me. I remember in the Fear of, Fear of God documentary, they mention that and they show it. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of like them just sitting there like defeated and exhausted. Like, we're just fucked, man. What do we do? I don't yeah, know. No, Much better, I like better. Sadal's like, suck it the fuck up and stop bitching about your mom. <laughs> Get back in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fred King, I... give me your gun. <laughs> I see the advantage of both of them, but I like the idea that like um... – like Karis is giving up hope, and then and like um, and Marin's mm-hmm. beyond tired because he's old and dying, but he's still trying to give like that final hope to to Karis because the ending of the film, like like that that like to me always like that's what kind of pushes Karis to make the final sacrifice is like like the, to not give up hope when things seem absolute loss. So I think it, it fits that mm-hmm. th- that theme really well. But but yeah, I, I get it. The spider walk thing's creepy, but it's, it's kind of silly looking. But uh, especially now, I like I guess the version I've seen before. Yeah, yeah, it looks fine, sure. it, but it's 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 very memorable. But I like the this the the recut version. Um, um, anything else, Dan? That kind of stands out to you as like a thing you loved. Um, I I I oh I I think we should do a special shout out to the um, for sure the makeup to start. Dick Smith killed it with the makeup. The, oh yeah. I didn't know Father Mirren was actually that old. I thought he was just an old person, but he was young. Super guy. <laughs> I did not Next. know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until uh, two days ago. Shane, guess how yeah. old Max von Sydow was in the role? Forty. Forty-four. Wow. Yeah. So that's that fucker, all makeup. I didn't know that, and I've reviewed right? this movie before. Dude, that, that, that fucker. That fucker has looked eighty for. Well, he's dead now. Rest in peace. But he's looked eighty for seventy years. <laughs> just like Lloyd like, Banks. <laughs> He's in high school, just 80 years old, <laughs> wearing his varsity jacket. <laughs> yeah, he and Steve Martin didn't get the uh, <laughs> the good jeans in like the aging department. 
Do you all want to get beers and bitches? (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, the other shout out would be the voice of the demon. Uh, Let me look up. I think her name is Mercedes McCambridge. She did the actual voice of it. Even though she She didn't get fucking credited, she got got dicked down hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought it was all editing and all that stuff, and it was just someone else's voice, but it was actually her voice, technically, and she was, yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, and um, the girl that plays Regan got credited for it. Yeah, and she got the Oscar Mm -hmm. nomination. Yep, just just fucked, just proper dicked. But also, uh, she was like, she had to bring her priest in, because she started drinking alcohol and smoking cigarettes, so she wouldn't go back into relapse or something like that, I don't know. Yeah, so and did all that for the role. Yeah, and and also freaking strapped her, freaking strapped her to a chair and like kind of tied her up to and did the whole fucking thing to make her feel like like to make her like method act. I'm like, god damn. <laughs> oh, he fucked everyone over, man. Yeah, basically, and then yeah, like the, the the room was so cold, there was snow on it. And some mornings on the on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> I knew about the room being a fridge. Yeah, like um, a literal fridge. Yeah, other than that, I would say. Um, only thing I would say is a con for this movie is we kind of mentioned it briefly earlier, but the guy who plays the director, the drunk director, um, uh, my second favorite character because I kept picturing Shane as that character, just saying uh, <laughs> being drunk and saying these uh, slurs all the time, just calling a random butler a kraut. You, you <laughs> Nazi pig! You saw that bitch. <laughs> Yeah, he was an asshole. And she was supposed to be dating him? That was another thing. I no, was like, Jesus no, Christ, no, no. lady. No, it's like... I, you know, it's funny. I got, I got, kind of got that vibe when, like, he, she came out and he smiled so heavily, but I'm like, eh, maybe she's just the, the main actress. Or, like, she's, like, no, the like big-time the, show, so he's, thankfully, yeah. No, like, the, the well, like, uh, Chris and, like, uh, Reagan had that conversation. She says, no, we're not dating. And she's just always around because, like, they're the director and they're close. Maybe they fucked a little bit. But, like, but... I think it's kind of okay. really establishing that, like that, like uh, that. How do you that, uh, get the role? <laughs> right. I I think it's kind of establishing just like just like that um, that Reagan's mom and dad are separated, and mm-hmm. you know, and dad's not there. So like so like so like Chris is trying to have a male figure in her life besides the German guy, but this this drunk uh, belligerent Brit's probably not the best person. And and a pedophile, I think, in the books. What? I think in the book it's more played into that. Because they kind of hint at it that Reagan's been sexually assaulted or something like that. Because she throws him out the window, right? And they kind of go like, "Why was he in her room?" Because when because the no the, the nurse the the nurse uh, asked him to stick around and wait, and then and wait, what, what, yeah. he, lured, he lured her up there to, to kill him, I guess. But yeah, but once again, it, it does seem a little some, some something it's inappropriate. That it's yeah, something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's obviously because like I I think Kinderman, who we didn't mention, great also. He's great in this one. Uh, the the detective Kinderman, he's great in this. He's like the movie buff to him. Uh, he's great in this. He, he also oh, yeah. he's like, yeah, why would he be up there? Like, yeah, kind of like like they're all hinting like like something weird's going on here. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And like he's like maybe this little girl threw a grown man through a window and mm-hmm. broke his neck. But probably not. Can the, I have your autograph, please? Yeah. Uh, and then, and then in the novel, I think uh, I haven't read it. I need to read it, but uh, but uh, Kinderman mm-hmm. like uh, knows that Reagan killed Burke, and then and then and then like he comes over during the exorcism and tells Karis he's not going to ch- press charges. So I think it's a little more o- overt in the novel. 
Yeah, he also maybe I did see the director's cut or something because doesn't he have a whole conversation with Karis where he's like, "I could throw you in prison, like if you don't tell me who you've been uh, giving psychological services to." That's in the original one because because okay. I only watched the original one this time around because I because like I didn't remember the differences and because I've seen the, the I always watch the version that scene is the one I have on in Blu-ray, so I watch the 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 easily available non uncut version. Also, this time I was laughing a lot because I pictured Danny being a bum just sitting next to that staircase and just seeing a random man get thrown out the window by a demon. <laughs> and then the next <laughs> night it happens again. <laughs> oh, I told one. you. I told you. <laughs> I told you. There's a fucking demon up yeah. there. No one's going to believe this. Fat, yeah, give, me, yeah. give me some fat. Like, no, yeah, I win. This, yeah. This bum is a this drunk thinks he saw it, but we no one believes him. Yeah. I swear to God, <laughs> as you and just have like five ferrets around you. Ferrets <laughs> <laughs> attack. Before we transition, uh, great movie. I'll see it next year. Again. Yeah, I don't have a ton more to say about it. It's really good. It's hard to kind of like say anything truly funny about this one. I mean, other than the behind the scenes, but uh, yeah, good movie. All the torture I was done. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this question was inspired by Shane, and I guess I'll go with Shane first. He probably has an answer. So my question for this first film is, Shane, how long – If put yourself in the shoes here of um, mm. of, of Chris McNeil. Let's say like your, uh, your wife's acting a little strange. How long until you know it's a demon and you're going to go to the priest for exorcism? <laughs> I... Okay. <laughs> Pissing on the floor was a little weird, and her being like, "You're all gonna die." She's sick. Uh, that that one was a little. Yeah, I could I could buy it. Maybe when she fucks herself with the crucifix, I go okay, <laughs> okay, doke. I don't know about or that one, Shane. When I can't, when I come into the room and she's going, <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy, um, <laughs> I think we need more than a psychologist here. <laughs> I think we uh, need an old priest and a young priest. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till the sixth one. Yeah, I think as soon as I come in and her eyes are green and growling, I think that's a pretty, uh, whoops. <laughs> Fair enough. What about you, Dan? Your significant other is um, is acting a little funny. How long until you th- you're going to think start calling your, your local priest? Until she stops cooking me dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, God damn. Damn it, there's no demon in this house. Don't fucking <laughs> Hungry man meals. Oh fuck, she's possessed again. No, why is, why are all the why why are the all the upside down crosses back to normal? <laughs> he's, he's, he's like <laughs> he's put possessed. my crosses upright. <laughs> he's possessed by an angel, god damn it. Yeah. He's going to his local church and they're like what seems to be a problem like my wife's possessed and like oh no he's like i know i'm fucking starving (laughs) (laughs) bitch won't cook (laughs) and he's like well we can get an exorcist out there no i need a demon because she only cooks when she's possessed (laughs) for me um i'm locking that bitch up immediately because we have good health care and then we can get her just like in the psych ward for you know for a long time i'm good with that and then you could see other people. <laughs> well, just... Other demons. Yeah, other, other demons. Other Pazuzus. <laughs> Speaking of just which. Slamming uh, Thank you for the segue. Oh, I was gonna, this is a good segue. Should I, should I do one of my demons or dumbasses, though? 
I also have a you know a, a oh. demon Benzer Bentley. The, the Fast I'll and Furious my... questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do one and then Shane can do one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. First one's easy. True or false? Pazuzu was the ancient Mesopotamian demon that was the personification of the southwestern wind in Africa. True or false? Oh, uh, um, I guess true. I don't know. Me? The Dan die? Yeah, you bitch. It's true and false, actually. Just two different cultures, isn't there? Ron? The true or false, goddammit. <laughs> it's part true, yeah. It is true as the ancient Mesopotamian yeah. demon. For the and then the something else, too, I think. Wasn't it like... Aryan or Asarian? I don't know what it was. Uh, Pazuzu, like, it's a real thing. It's numerous cultures. I have other shit for that. But I'm going to try this um, this green ooze here. This uh, Teenage Mutant Eternal ooze here. I'm going to try this bad boy. Mm. I couldn't stump either of you guys. I'll do it with you about that. Because it's both doing it. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh my god, this is good. <laughs> it's so yeah, salty. I'm not, even, I'm not even getting any of the chunks, it's just the soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's so salty, it's so gross. Mm. I'm just gonna Shade. get a little, mm. goop of, little goop of this. Cleanse mm. my palate with the Fast and the Furious thing. That's all right, uh, dude. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> so tell me if, if this is a real car or not. Okay, the oh, Dodge god. SRT Hell Baby. <laughs> What's the point of this? Here, here, Dan, I don't know cars, so I'll go first and you can go second. I know demons. That's a a real car. And if you're going to say false, you got to give me the real name that you think it would be. Unless what? So I said it's the Dodge SRT Hell Baby. Well, what if I get it wrong, Shane? Well, you fuck yourself. Oh, if, okay, for crucifix? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dodge. That's true. It is false. It is the Dodge SRT Hellcat. Isn't that what you said? Take a drink. I said Hell Baby. No, I didn't even hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we should have watched instead of The Exorcist. <laughs> Watch grown men eat po' boys for an hour. All right, I'll do the green split pea oh. shot with some of the light. I don't think I understand what your trivia is about. Are these real cars or are these cars from movies? Yeah, th- they are real cars. Why are they cars, Shane? What's in what's common the, circulation? What's the relationship? Because it's a demon. <laughs> Last night we watched Christine, which is a really good movie. You guys should watch Christine. Oh, the original one. Yeah, I watched uh, Children. Of the, I watched Children of the Corn halfway through and fell asleep. Oh, uh, those movies suck. Okay, thank you, what, Shane. What a what fun game that now? we all understand. Thank you. God, I, think, I just Shane. did it to be. Fuck you! God damn it, I hate this. Alright, I'll take the green split pea shot with some middle light in it. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's an awful idea, Dan. Okay. You should have drank Budweiser, because it'll send you straight to hell. I'm going, baby. I'm making gay. Make it gay. <laughs> take that, Kid Rock. Waste uh, <laughs> Potential Podcast only drinks Bud Light. Okay. All right. Uh, what's Exorcist, next? Exorcist Two: The Heretic. This is me, nineteen seventy-seven. Good luck. Uh, oh, I've 
I'm ready. I was I was proofreading my synopsis here, and I don't recommend children out there you get high and write synopses because you can't spell you you fucking can't spell for <laughs> shit. Okay. Richard Burton is conducting an exorcism while constipated, and a fire leads <laughs> to an awkward scene transition to Reagan tap dancing to Bill Clinton's saxophone. Reagan, <laughs> post exorcism, now lives in a hall of mirrors psychiatric hospital, dealing with her lack of memories of letting Jesus fuck her. Meanwhile, Richard Burton, aka Father So and So, refuses to molest children, but investigates <laughs> Father Marin's death and heretical ideas like a cop. Bad acting ensues, and Father Something takes the case. Nurse Ratchet uses a Napoleon Dynamite time travel machine to mind-fuck Reagan and access her memories while the priest watches and storms in like a military commander and tunes into Ratchet's tone to go down on his tone. Demon Reagan and the basic bitch Reagan fight over Ratchet's boob heart. Then the doctor forgets it all, but priest no-name fights fire with a walking crutch. Reagan dreams of colonial locusts attacking Africans and refuses to give $1 a day to help them buy food and spread the gospel of Jesus. After investigating and flirting, uh, Burton goes back inside of Reagan and she can see black Jesus Kokomo and learns the demon's <laughs> real name is Pazuzu. Reagan can read minds and goes inside an autistic child's head to get her to talk and the doctor reports none of this fucking shit to her mom whatsoever to the entire film. <clears throat> Father Blankstare <laughs> travels to Africa to watch men dance and meets Kokomo, and he gets there fast, but the movie is very, very slow. Ned Beatty shows up to not get raped and flies LeBlanc to uh, Kokomo, Kukumo's town, 10 feet off of the ground and in between numerous fucking flight paths like a goddamn psychopath. He says no to titties and has fever dreams before randomly finding Kokomo and learns that Darth Vader is studying locusts and, religi and religious metaphors. Father, give me your badge or your gun. Vulcan mind melds with the runaway Reagan and they head to the original exorcist house for an exorcism. Crashes and silly hijinks ensue as Reagan fights evil Reagan for Father something's soul or whatever. Also, Burton gets the... Wants to fucking kill Reagan at the exact same time. I don't know what's going on in this movie. Uh, you're spot on. With the yeah, you're spot on. <laughs> That's like I, a, a shot for shot, like shot of the script of the movie. But it's like all the scenes that you described are like people staring at each other. With, uh... And then James Earl Jones is a scientist. Like. What? I forgot about that. Yeah, he's a scientist that makes <laughs> makes a, a locust that, oh, that no. makes the other locust stop being a locust. But he he's also a part time, as Ronnie put it, Black Jesus, way down in Kokomo, and uh, he. But the, but then he meets James Earl Jones, and he's like, "Oh my God, that was amazing!" And then he leaves. So James Earl Jones was pointless. Um. But James Earl Jones turned into a jaguar. A leopard. Leopard, yeah. Jaguar and then shot. He goes back, and then they just relive the last scene again of The Exorcist. And then you get done, and you go, what the fuck was that all about? 
I wrote down the movie is a just a combination of scenes and people saying shit without any reason or like interconnective thread. And it's just the whole movie is just metaphorical religious nonsense. It's like member berries put over brand cereal. And you're like, ugh. So I'll start with the positive of this film. What I this is like kind of my dream kind of if someone can like make a horror film like for real, you know, we're, we're writing a horror film and it's like awful. But like if I could really write a horror film, I would like an idea of someone like investigating the aftermath of like an exorcism and like seeing like and you're like watching this person like deal with this fucking thing. It's kind of like um, kind of like Exorcism of Emily Rose. I really like that film where it's kind of like the the aftermath of like this girl dies in exorcism and like everyone's kind of dealing with like, wait, what the fuck's going on here? And it's like holding the church accountable for this shit. So like, it'd be interesting to see a horror film kind of do that. So I like that idea that they're doing here. Like the church is investigating. My problem is like they literally undermine Marin and immediately think he's untrustworthy and a heretic Mm -hmm. after they're the ones who hired him to go there and save Reagan For, for no, no discernible reason. None. There's literally no reason. I I called this one the boringest Lion King ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and then like there's this weird like hypnosis subplot thing. Like where everyone just accepts that this little strobe light is hypnosis and it's they, they literally call it going in sync and it's like that's stupid and kind of like just it's bare so like, stupid. And then the demon keeps possessing people w- from within her. So it's like the demon's not in her still. It's just like okay, so, the taint so, is there. So it's so a real synopsis. My jokey, sarcastic one. Reagan's dealing in the aftermath. This is a few years later. The church is investigating like what really happened because the police don't really know. The church doesn't really know. So they ask him, Father horse is no name to basically like look into it reagan's in a psychiatric hospital and they have some bullshit inception machine that makes them like be mm-hmm. able to to share consciousness so they're trying to tap into reagan's mind without reminding her of the trauma but the trauma is in there but the whole time reagan knows about it and then she's acting weird because pazuzu somehow still in there it doesn't really say mm. why he's in there it's is, to me, it's like insulting of the first one because it like belittles the entire ending and the sacrifice of it. So it's just kind of like yes. nonsense. And then, because Pazuzu has like multiple, like it can fracture itself like locusts. So it's like one demon, but it is multiple entities. I'm trying to, I, I think. The only I thing that... I could say that I liked about this movie was the set design. I thought the set design was cool. I liked the House of Mirrors, even though it would be stupid that you'd put a bunch of people that are crazy in this crazy (laughs) inducing fucking rooms. But, okay. I thought they were cool. I also thought the church that you have to risk your life to climb to the top of was stupid, (laughs) but it looked cool. We forgot the whole plot about Marin saving Pazuzu's African victim uh, which was James Earl Jones before he learned to turn into the form of a leopard. And and so they have to literally carry him up a cliff face. And it's like, who built this fucking church at the top of this cliff? How did you get the raw <laughs> materials up there? Why is it there? 
wait, what the fuck is this church? Is it Catholic? Like, I, I, what the fuck? <laughs> Nothing makes sense. And you think there would be some like, oh, uh, this all sounds interesting, but it's done so boringly. It's shot flat and boring, and it's all. Oh, it is. It this movie is how many hours is it? Because it We're feels like it's a four-hour movie. Yeah, the, there's two of these films I had to like constantly stop and take breaks and come back like a day later. Um, sorry, it's Dan, we're, we're kind of talking here and not giving you... What are your thoughts on Exorcist 2, The Heretic? It's okay, I'm used to it. Um, <laughs> I, this movie is was so fucking weird that I really was kind of rooting for it because I'm like, this is so different, but I just couldn't jump off the cliff and root for it at all. <laughs> Um, no pun intended, or the Matt one, you want to say. Um, I, thank God I don't have epilepsy, because with the flashing lights, I probably could have died when they were trying to <laughs> in sync and stuff like that. Um, I, I just sat there, like, kind of speechless, because I was just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen next. I just, I was just so confused for the most part, like, what's going on? Does she remember it? But then she does... Because she's drawing the pictures, right, with crayons about yeah, like a fucking the past, player. right? So then, but I, I, I didn't <laughs> realize. really good. But I didn't, oh, okay. My, yeah. <laughs> My left toe could be better than that. Hey, um, um, hey Dan, um, drink. Yeah. Why? Cursed word. upon a curse word. Which one was it? I can tell I you. I can tell you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I didn't think. Okay, never mind. My left foot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. oh, oh, fucking movies suck. Move on. And <laughs> <laughs> the podcast here. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with Ronnie's assessment that like I like that they took a swing at something different. They didn't just try to do like you know the same thing. But at the same time, they didn't get away enough from, like, I didn't need more fucking Pazuzu. Like, and then it ends with her, like, in the room, swirling her arm, just going, and, like, that gets rid of the demon. (laughs) Yeah, I like the concept of her friend was lit on fire. Right? It's it's oh I forgot about that bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) After they have a car chase into the house. Uh, But her friends possessed. Everyone's possessed. I could I could see you taking some of these ideas and making it interesting, like investigating it, Reagan dealing with the aftermath, but all the bullshit biblical like you know, like metaphysics crap that is is it's so Ronnie also drinks trying to be pretentious, but it's awful. This is like a Scientology meets Exorcist. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I get. There's some things there, but it's really, it's really boring. That's the, that's the part that's just awful. It's like it's so boring. There's ideas here, and I didn't. There's worse movies in this franchise than this one. Like, like my ranking of this one is much higher than a lot of the other ones. But it's oh, really I think this one's awful. the worst one. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe at the end we'll we'll do Oof. a little, here. little debate there at the end for sure. But I okay. didn't see six, so yeah, um, per typical. So some of us did the Lord's work and watched all of them. 
Seriously. At least we only had six this year. Last year, what did we have? Like 12, Dan? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, I think nine, so right? We, we each watched, we're supposed to watch three, I think. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's ten of them, and then they released the 11th one. We never talked about the Halloween ends. Oh. The no, I think it was 12. Oh, uh, maybe, uh, yeah, that's right. We never did there's that six, one. There's six originals plus... The, um, the two Rob Zombies. Evil dies plus tonight. Two, plus Rob Zombies. Oh, you're right. There's fucking 12 of them, Dan. It is 12. There's 13, total. There's 13 now. Yeah. Rob Zombie should have did Exorcist 2. Yeah. No, you should, you should uh, have done awesome. the fourth or fifth. <laughs> yeah. Or the sixth one. There you go. Even better. They, they constantly talk about prayer in this. They're like, prayer is going to be helpful. It's annoying. Um, oh, the last thing, because Shane mentioned it, the idea that, like, Pazuzu can go into multiple bodies. I was like, Marin's like becomes Zordon's collecting like Jesus Power Rangers and shit. Like, there's like there's others out there who can who can read minds as well. Go find them. <laughs> and then this grown man and young girl just walk off into the, the mist. Go forth and find me demons with attitude. <laughs> um, fucking go dumb. go Jesus Rangers. <laughs> they don't mention Karis at all, do they? Or they don't investigate no. his thing. That that's that was one of my big grip. I'm like, he's like vaguely mentioned, but yeah, yeah. Baron is the whole. Focus. They mentioned he died. That's he it. didn't they do mentioned it. He died. Yeah, that's because... it. And I'm like, you don't. Or, or that was my big biggest gripe is typical for the Catholic Church. They blamed something else. It, oh no, it could have been. Yeah, I don't know. The scapegoats. I don't know. It just that was my biggest gripe, and I'm just like, I don't care anymore of this film. And then the ending just kind of sucked, though. They just tear down the whole fucking. Building, I'm like, it's done. Don't they say that at the end? Like, it's 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 over with. Well, it's done now. Yep. Pazuzu's <laughs> yeah. gone. If I had to guess the real oh. world reason, Dan, why um, Miller wasn't back, is probably because he's like, no, I'm not going back to that. And inside, <laughs> I was like, no, sure, sure, I'll come back and, and do nothing to make money. And speaking of which, um, I was going to watch it, but I ran out of time. I wanted to watch um, uh, what's called William Peter Blatty's sequel to The Exorcist. It's a movie he directed. Uh, he only did two movies in his entire mm. career, and it's called um, The Ninth Configuration. I wanted to watch it, but it has Jason Miller in it as well. And a, he's only been in a couple of movies, but things I've seen him, he's pretty great. Mm. That movie's fucking bonkers. Uh, like, just watching like some interviews about it, but I didn't get to watch it. Um, I don't think else. This movie's, like, um, awful, uh, really. It uh, is. Dan, do you want to tell your uh, Linda Blair white story? Bread. Do I want to tell my Linda Blair story? Do I want yeah. to? Yes. Uh, let me pull up the actual like quote. But I have I know someone that knows someone else that interacted with Linda Blair several years ago. So Linda Blair is very charitable and a fundraiser for like animals. Good for her, I guess. But you'll see why. I don't give a shit uh, in a second. Um, what I've been told is that. Linda Blair is a nutcase. I don't know. I would never know why she'd be a nutcase. Beats me. <laughs> um, but the person I know is that a, that knows someone else at the fundraiser, fundraiser said that Linda Blair likes to talk about herself in the third person. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I like and then at one, at one point, she got mad and, ref- and said, quote, unquote, I'm fucking Linda Blair. And supposedly she loves pit bulls. I don't know. So that's my Linda Blair one. loves pit bulls. Linda yeah. Blair gonna <laughs> donate to pit bull charities. I love little banks. 
Linda Blair thinks that your mother's gonna suck cocks in hell. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my little Linda Blair story. So, what a weird like. I guess you you could develop an ego, being like, "Oh, I was I was the kid in The Exorcist," but like she's twelve. That's gonna build your ego up so much that you refer to yourself in the third person as a fucking grandma. You're a twelve year old who got an Oscar nomination is in one of the most bankable movies of all time. Like I was looking this up, the Warner Brothers two highest grossing films for inflation of all time. Number two is The Exorcist. Number one's Barbie. So just just in this past summer, (laughs) it broke it. But The Exorcist is the highest bankable movie of all time for for Universal. God, the end is nigh. The it was four hundred forty one million unadjusted for inflation. For yeah, for then. and then the the re release in two thousand was ninety million, which beat out two other of the film's franchises. I think. Yeah, I think it beat it's, sorry, it's Warner two Brothers. In, yeah, it's it's crazy huge. Yeah, I gotta yeah, get my time. kid in crazy movies. It beat sure. two. Can you? Well, maybe we'll talk about it later. It the. Uh, the re-release. Beat Harry Potter. God damn it. <laughs> um, that would be. Was that Warner Brothers? No, that's not Warner well, Brothers. I thought it, yeah, well, it, it is Warner Brothers. It's Warner Brothers, but like, I don't think a single Harry Potter made more than the Exorcist. Beat the Exorcist. <laughs> well, in fifty years, yeah. dude, it's 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 a lot of money. In over fifty it's, years of time. Yeah, that's true. All the yeah. Four forty one worldwide. That's nuts. Oh no, I think four forty one's US or just a domestic. I'm not sure. I mean it might not have gone worldwide though too for the depiction. Yeah. It's a lot. Whatever. Um, two sucks. Don't see it two. Does. Um I don't really have a really good question for this one, so we can just skip it and go to go to our Go for it. And sh- okay, uh Shane, give us one of your uh, Fast and the Furious uh things. Oh. Alright, alright, alright. I'd rather have Ronnie's. I'll do an after. Shut the fuck up, guy. <laughs> what is a Ford Mustang a demon? Is that your question? <laughs> the Lister LFT 666. <sighs> no, move on. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a real car. It's actually pronounced Listerine, Shane. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck you. It's a car. Fuck off. I'm done. No more demon. <laughs> game's I'm, over. You tried, I'm playing you the tried game. so hard, I'm, didn't you? No, no, I'm, no, no. I'm playing the no, game. Fuck, I don't know anything about cars. I am not a true man. I hope you're driving in a Lister one day and you hit a fucking tree. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, Paul Walker? Yeah. Oh. I'd rather it? drive a PT Cruiser 666. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> That car was made by Satan. <laughs> <laughs> so ugly. Okay. Oh. Demon or dumbass? Um, Lilith, the name. Is an an- <laughs> Lilith is an ancient Sumerian and Babylonian um, demon of chaos, sexuality, and was said to have taken the sperm of a man and given birth to thousands of demons. True or false? What country? I know Lilith is a demon. Ancient Sumerian. Do, does she Babylon. match the description that you said? Or is yes. she biblical? So so I'll just let you know. Um, um yeah, almost all these are real things, and but the, the descriptions might be uh, subjective to, to I'm gonna say false. Belief. I think there's some Bible thing with Lilith. I said false. Damn. Sorry. 
It's actually all true, but they're they're but like Lilith, the name is like mentioned in four different like types of text. So it's in the Bible, it's in the, mm. the Talmud, it's in a bunch of things. So what I did was oh, so true. She's real as fuck. Lilith is real, real as fuck. If four different religious books say it, she sounds hot. Come yeah. on, Lilith. Come to daddy. Shane's <laughs> older age, he now accepts all uh, religions openly. Mostly they're demons. All right. <laughs> <sighs> Inside me. Fuck me, Jesus! <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh. I asked my wife to to dress up like Jesus and fuck oh, me. Oh, dang it! Shane's doing three. <laughs> fuck! It's gonna ruin it. I three. know. I wasted it. Uh, Nineteen ninety. Shane, tell us Exorcist three, aka Legion. Shane, can we switch? Uh, you do. You do six. I no. do three. No. Exorcist <laughs> three, also known as the Fat Man Returns. <laughs> In this not Batman exorcist, George C. Scott rambles nonsense as <laughs> a old fat version what? of Detective Kinderman from the first one. Remember that? Remember Detective Kinderman from the first one? Well, he's back. No. In a movie that actually is kind of awesome, believe it or not. <laughs> I think this one was written by Blantley, the yeah. author. Yeah. So, like, basically what happened is the author watched number two, went... For the love of God, did a line of coke and then said, just give me the gun. I'm going to do it. And so George C. Scott mumbles Shakespearean quotes to himself and yells randomly at people as he hunts down a murderer who, for some reason, I forgot the name of the murderer, but there's a murderer. The Gemini Gemini killer. And no one knew how the Gemini killer actually did it. But oh this guy is claiming to know, and the Gemini killer's back, and he's no. killing kids and doing blackface Jesus and, <laughs> and 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 stuff. So George C. Scott's hot on the trail of the Gemini killer that leads him to this hospital, where his friend, uh, who's Fuller Dyer, I don't think he's related Fuller to Dan. the first one. I think he he's is. just random he drunk. Oh, he is? Okay, Danny, how much does it hurt that this fucking moron is ruining this movie? Shut the fuck up. Okay, so his buddy's now in in the hospital, and George C. Scott grabs a Twinkie and limps his fat ass over there (laughs) and says, like, hey, fuck face, and he goes, hey, fuck you, and then he dies by the Gemini killer, but he's been killed very, very particularly. He uses succedicoline on all his killer his victims to paralyze him so george c scott locks down the hospital because he knows the gemini killer is here he suspects it's this old woman and then goes to the psych ward where he sees that father karis (gasps) is locked up in one of the things he then proceeds to interrogate the joker i mean father karis um (laughs) who is the gemini killer which is another demon not Pazuzu, who was sent by the devil to fuck Karis for fucking with Pazuzu. And Father Karis is the Gemini killer, but it's not really Father Karis, it's the Joker. So then, yeah, they Mm -hmm. keep talking to each other, more people die, the Joker has, like, really fancy chrome gardening tools, (laughs) and, um... (laughs) It leads to really long monologues, but they're awesome. And then the priest 
that was Karis's friend for, knows about this somehow. I don't know how he knew, but he shows up, gets mutilated and, and burned alive, and then George C. Scott comes and says, fuck you, and shoots him in the face. The end. The, ba- the fat man returns. <laughs> but okay. it's actually a pretty good movie. So, so Shane, so I'm the only one who's seen this movie before. And I kind of hyped this movie up because I fucking love this movie. But Shane, what's your like? What's your kind of initial reaction to watching Exorcist three for the first time? So I don't know if I, if the movie's as good as I enjoyed it because I just watched Exorcist two. So this was like, oh, thank you, thank you <laughs> for not being so boring. Did you watch one, two, and three? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And and so I was just so grateful that this was actually intriguing. <laughs> Um, George C. Scott was really fun to watch because you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it's such an odd choice of how he acted, but it works. Um, basically, this whole movie is, if you take the big monologues out, which is hard to say because this is like a key point of the movie, but if you take those two big monologues out, it's kind of a... 6 out of 10, 5 out of 10, it's a little meandering, meh. But then you insert the, I forgot the, the Gemini killer. I don't know what the demon's actual name was or whatever. Legion. Well, Legion. Yeah. You insert Legion into it, and it goes to an 8 out of 10. Because those, what that actor does in that, and how that's filmed, and how it's constructed and written, is just powerful. It's really good. It's very charismatic. And George Charis- C. Scott just looks Charismatic? like he's gonna have a. Uh, hey, uh, yeah. But um, I liked the direction it took. It actually had like an author who knows how to tell a story's touch to it. It was tighter than the last one. Uh, and yeah, was, I I liked it. I didn't like it more than the first one. That was your prediction, and mm-hmm. it's not something that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna revisit all the time, but. I I enjoyed it. I wish number two was this, and they would have just deleted number two. <laughs> yeah, George so Scott's I've... just so fat and angry. <laughs> <laughs> so I've I love one. I've always been watching one for like years. I always heard the sequels are terrible, so I never got into them. Then someone said try three. Three is like different, and I'm like I fucking love three. Like. Because it has like so little to do with the original Exorcist. There's stuff in there we can get into, but I love like so much about this film. But Dan, let's hear from you. Like, what were your thoughts on three? It's The Exorcist, but not The Exorcist. Uh, it's a movie <laughs> yeah. about a serial killer, which is wonderful to me. Which I realized that halfway through, I'm like, oh, like right after the scene, which is the scariest scene in my opinion through the whole like franchise, if you can want to call it that. It's the priest in the confession, uh, confessional booth, and mm-hmm. the other side of it is just black, and all you hear is the voice <laughs> as it gets creepier and creepier. Mm-hmm. And I almost screamed, I'm like, don't show it, don't show it, because I was terrified to see what it actually looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and they did it, I'm like, okay, thank God. Um, the grandma. <laughs> She's yeah. like, I can't stop killing people. Yeah. <laughs> the AARP didn't bring the check in. This movie is literally just I I do think Blatley read a Batman comic with the jo- with the Riddler or 
you know, somehow he he got in that trans machine and saw the Batman with Robert Pattinson. It was like, oh, that would be a good movie with a demon, though. He watched the the uh, the eighty nine <laughs> one with Tim Burton and did this. Okay, Dude, uh, if I could get a cut of George C. Scott replacing Robert Pattinson, <laughs> the Batman, I'm on the case. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Watch Macbeth. The Zodiac. The Gemini symbol, the twins. You showed me all it takes is fear and a little focused violence. You inspired me. Could you shut your mouth? No! <laughs> okay, so here's some backstory on the film. So William Peter Blatty wrote the original one. He and um, Freakin didn't always see eye to eye, but regardless, he did it. So then, eventually, he wrote a book to sequel The Exorcist called Legion, and then uh, he somehow got the funds because you know Exorcist was very popular to make his own movie. So then he made the Legion to this one and had like very little to no connection to. The original one, besides the same characters of um, Dyer and um, um, Karis. Karis and then uh, and then uh, Kinderman. Kinderman. So like very little, like loose connection. But they, they wanted to see like the aftermath of all this, like seeing Kinderman and Dyer what would happen, you know, like twenty years later. And then they saw the original cut, like the idea. But they they told Vladdy he has to have an exorcism in this exorcist movie because it wasn't originally supposed <laughs> to have it. So then they kind of brought in that whole Father Morning, the guy who looks like Dr. Drew. They kind of made, like, they added that whole, those scenes there in post, and they're not, not as strong. So that wasn't the original idea. But all that, like, those dialogues and those monologues, it's just, it feels like a play. And it just, like, it's just bloody lifting it from his own book. He's, it's very much written like a play. It's very staged like that. It's all about characters having these deep conversations about just, like, frustrations being haunted by their past kinderman is the crankiest fattest old man he has no hope for the future he's so nihilistic he's had just 40 years of being a cop losing um like one of his one of his oldest friends and then then like uh then losing his best friend of all time it's like all this stuff is just making him hate hateful and just turns off his entire like nihilistic perspective the entire world so He's just this cranky, curmudgeon old man who's just like has the worst things happening to him in his old age. So it's just it's all this tension. It's like that a scene we talked about the carp. It's just like what the fuck's he mm-hmm. talking about? But it's just like that that circling tension. It's just like it just keeps going and going. At some point, it's all going to explode into violence, and then the, then this Gemini killer like somehow repossesses Karis's dead body, reconnects the brain tissue, or whatever. And he's, mm-hmm. like, doing this to mock the church and mock Kinderman and give him, like, no hope. Basically to make him commit suicide and give up on the, the entire world. <laughs> well, and it's, like, to punish Karis because Karis' consciousness is there. He's just not in control. So yeah. he has to witness his body and himself murder all these people in and terrible slow, ways. slow, methodical, like, like uh, medically just evil ways. And, and by using, mm-hmm. like... 
these old old like people too he's just abusing all these things it's so fucking amazing the grandma that crawls on the ceiling yes <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh look at that that's 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 weird yeah but um <laughs> but they also tapped into something that i don't like old people i just don't like being around old people it's ever and and so weird. so bloody knows like old people are terrifying and they should be the villains in all movies for now on <laughs> Yeah, this, unlike 2, was written by someone that understands how to connect things. Like the radio, all yeah. the old people are listening to the radio that's not there, and it's mm-hmm. Legion speaking yeah, yeah. to them. Um, the, the medical thing, I don't think they really tied that fully together. He just is a demon, so. No, well, like, like, like the, 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 the Gemini killer is like this takes himself for like a um, like almost like a, kind of like a doctor almost like like physician he's almost like an artist mm-hmm. in a way but then it kind of ties in like what Vladdy's kind of doing is like showing like how all these institutions that we believe in are failing right the church is failing uh the police are failing they, they can't catch this gemini killer the the we can't trust hospitals it's just like it's just it's so 90s it's so like nihilistic yeah. and everything's fucked just like we're all screwed. Nothing good's gonna happen. Like everything is just, just we're all fucked as human the human race. It's so dark. It's so <laughs> awful. It's so my kind of thing. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned the carp thing because my wife was like, "What the fuck was that all?" My wife does not appreciate it like I did, but she's like, "He got done with the carp," and that little speech takes like five minutes, man, of mm-hmm. him just be like, "There's a carp I'm upstairs. My mother, <laughs> she cooks the carp." tastes like shit but you know the carp's in my uh, bathtub and it moves and it swims but and like but, it just keeps going and he goes i might have to kill it yeah but, but, but <laughs> like, like and, 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 it's, and it's like i'm like what the point fuck's the point about that but what i love about this dialogue it makes you think about it i'm like well, what's the point of this because bladdy's a good writer and, and good director a little cinematography and the visuals by the way but like the writing is there and you just think about okay well it's like this tasty thing that his mother makes out of kindness and he hates it because he's just so fucking fed up and miserable with everything. He can't enjoy the nice things people do for him. He's even like mean to father Dyer. They're constantly bickering like an old couple. And he's like, so fed up with the world. It's just, so it fits in there. You just gotta, you know, think about it and just kind of process like, what the fuck is the point of this? But there is a point to all of it. Well, I kind of took the carp too is like, he, he doesn't like it too because he sees this live fish and he knows it's gonna die and he's so sick of seeing things die mm-hmm. and be dead that he that he knows there's this thing upstairs that's just gonna die and it's just another thing that upsets him and like it's it's good I I was kind of bored until we got to Legion like I was hanging a little bit by a thread and then we got to Legion and my spark was regnant. Uh, Danny, what do you think about this movie? <laughs> Thank you, Shanner. Appreciate you not interrupting me for once. Okay, cool. So, number four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think going off what you both said earlier is that the monologues are wonderful, but then it, I, I feel like I appreciated them more as it went on, but then the balance of that with the hard edits 
with the most random, like, and then as, like, you <laughs> see the head of, like, the statues of Christ there, or when you see the, what's, I forgot the actual medical term for the the cutters that I, you sipping off heads oh, with. The bone, like the, <laughs> the garden the bone, shears. The, yeah, the, yeah, the bone shears. Yeah, they cut through, like, Yeah, the bone, we'll just call them bone shears, yeah. The random, like, bam, bam, I'm like, what? I remember, I think I said, wait, what? More times than this than the second one. Because uh, it was just <laughs> yeah. so weird, but in a good way. But I'll say for the second one, I was more like turning my head, like what? Uh, more confused. This one, I was just kind of more enjoying it better. Um, I really wanted George C. Scott just to keep saying, "I only got, I've only have got one more month of this, and I'm retiring of this shit." <laughs> That's all I really wanted. And then, like, I wanted the last scene of him sit there, like talking to Father Karras, like. You caught me at an ill time. I got one more week now. <laughs> but um, I like that I, that it deviates so much from the fucking formula. Like it's mm-hmm. not about a Catholic priest. Like like there's obviously fellow Dyers there and it's mentioned Karis, but it's about like this police officer doing a, a routine routine quote unquote thing of like he's trying to solve these murders and it falls into like once again this unbelievable situation. Kind of like in the first one, right? Like, like he's basically mm-hmm. giving up on all the other logical things. We killed the Gemini. I watched him die. Here's a secret, like, thing. Like, we didn't tell the paper. So, like, something is going beyond here. It's impossible that these old people are killing people. It just all these improbabilities. So then just it just leads Kinderman to this point of, like, I have to. Like, he has no faith in the world. And he has to also accept his fate and the reality. And, and then um, I don't want to jump in too far into the end there. But, like. That monologue at the end is like one of my favorite fucking speeches in mm. all movie history of just like him just fucking cursing the world and cursing everything. And I fucking love it. And oh yeah. And, and the, he's like, I believe, I believe in, in sin and hatred and I love it. And then yeah. after I watched this movie, my wife and I were going somewhere shopping and I drove past a bunch of Mormons knocking at someone's house and I was like I want George C. Scott to open the door and do that fucking speech to, to those guys. Hi, do you guys believe in Jesus? Yes, I believe. I believe in death. I believe in disease. I believe in injustice and inhumanity and torture and anger and hate. I believe in murder. I believe in pain. I believe in cruelty and infidelity. I believe in slime and stink and in every crawling, putrid thing, every possible ugliness and corruption. I believe in you. Him just rub his eyes and just sit on the ground going... <laughs> Can we talk more about George C. Scott's performance? Because, like, it's an odd choice. I He's like, it. it. it's like he read a separate script. Like, it, I kind of picture, like, when Blatley wrote it. I don't know. I haven't read the book, but I picture, like, kind of like, I don't want to call it hacky, but... You know, the the cop in a trench coat, and then typical noir, right? And he smokes cigarettes, and he's like... Do the voice. It's just Batman, where he's just like, the, the rain is falling, filth on the streets. Like, you know, that kind of thing. And Blatley's just like, 
or uh, George C. Scott's just like, I'm tired and I'm bored and carp is in my bathtub. And, <laughs> <sighs> the Gemini, he's like bored and he just, he speaks weirdly. It's like poetic, but like, like an imbecile being poetic. No, like, I totally disagree. Like he's like it, frustrated and like he's furious. He, just hates life. How, how, he he hates everything. Like like everything has just broken him down to the point of just like like there's so many points where like he gets so frustrated. He says shut up, and then he stops and almost starts crying because he's just so emotionally <laughs> just done with it. I, his performance is fucking top notch. Um, Brad Dorf is like so close to him too. Like his his Joker performance is like. They're two of the best performances I've seen in a movie in like almost just forever. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Uh, Is that the guy who played Legion? That was Brad yeah. Dorf. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he killed it. He's obviously like the guy that steals it. Mm-hmm. He was given the most to work with, but like, phenomenal. You could just sit and watch those monologues without any context and enjoy it. It was. It was really good. And I do like how, like, when Karis, when he's in the form... Because, like, my wife and I were kind of thrown off at first because they don't sugarcoat. They don't, like, hand you anything. It's just, like, Karis is there, and then it's this guy. And we're like, what the fuck? We're like, did they, did they just put a different actor in? Because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't... It, you have to figure out that that's the demon talking. It's not hard to figure out, but at first you're like, what the fuck? Did they just run out of Karis time? Like, it no, makes you and, think and, you're, the, you're the detective trying to think, figure out what's going on, which is nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but it's it's like a novel. It's it's like it's it's showing and not telling you what the fucking feel and think. That's why mm-hmm. I, love, I love all those monologues. I love all this in this movie. It's just like it's I can see why it could be boring to people. Like it's too much like a play. I could totally see that for some people, but for me, is like a person who loves just like people talking and and like engaging and like it doesn't tell you this is how you're supposed to feel this is the part where you're supposed to be jump out and be afraid there's there's there are a couple jump scares here but like i love just like it sets it up and it wants you to think and process these slow scenes and it wakes you up with the weird abrupt like snap out of it george c scott there's a fucking murder going on stop feeling sorry for yourself there's things we also got to talk about and do also shane drink i want to see this on the stage wait what did i do you did something a while back i was thinking about it i was gonna Wait. Oh. <laughs> um, but, Danny, um, sorry, Shane and I've been talking too much. What else you got, Dan? I think I'm good on three. You guys kind of hit it on the nail. Like this one, I'll watch the first one, and this one I'll watch every year. I think uh, for Halloween or in general. If yeah, if I, I think if, it's yeah. definitely easily rewatched. You're right. If if I ever want motivation on like how, what what good writing is in a movie, yeah. like. Like this, this is a fucking like this is like a top notch performances, top notch writing. I love the cinematography too. I don't want to undercut. Like it's mm-hmm. simple and it's repetitive of like like how it does those cuts. It's a little jarring with like those, the zoom those ins cuts too. there. Yeah, yeah, the, those mm-hmm. snap zooms, the hard, the long takes, like one of the most infamous like jump scares of all time. That like like three minute long take. You're like something bad's gonna happen oh, and out of nowhere. And it's, yeah, and it's... out of nowhere, snap zoom. And it's not yeah. really even a jump scare. It's I don't know. I I wouldn't even call it's it like jump Halloween. Scare. Yeah, but it's it. You can call it that. But I'm like it's just so like random and it, it just like you're like finally oh my god it's like a, a sigh of relief more than anything. Yeah, it's a relief. Thank God. Yes. 
Yeah, but um, I I fucking love this movie, and it's I I don't love it as much as the original one because I'll watch the original one because this movie you got to be in a mood for. It's very dark and nihilistic and kind of like miserable. Exorcist I'll watch like once a year for Halloween, but I love it, and I'm glad you guys somewhat liked it like I did too. But it's 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 phenomenal. It's fucking great. I love this movie. So I have one more question before we move on, and I was thinking about it. If and it's Fast that, and Furious, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you boys heard about the Lamborghini Diablo? <laughs> um, oh, that's real. <laughs> so, uh, oh no, shit. Um, Exorcist Three is a good movie. I think mm-hmm. that's easily said. It, do you think that it wasn't as successful because Exorcist Two was such? dog shit so people are like i don't want to see three like who gives a fuck because i'm thinking like if you cut out two and three was number two would we have better exorcist would exorcist be different today than it is now because like you don't think about the exorcist sequels very well but three is in there and it's it's not a bad movie but anyone that you told i don't know a lot of people that have seen exorcist three so no. most people be like, "Oh Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, Exorcist three, really?" What do you think? Dan? But I, but I, I don't know if people that were fans of Exorcist would be happy if this was number two. You know, I think two and three. If you compare them, they both did a smart thing. They both went the opposite direction or did something totally different from the first one. The second one was just so boring and so bad that I think you're right, Shane. <laughs> that it did taint the third one's um success i think the third one was the actual second one it'd be probably done a little bit better but i think um initially it probably wouldn't have done as well but i think now it's again that this third one was was the second one it probably would be better like a little little bit of a cult classic you could say i think i think the third one is more appreciated now than it was before I was going to say, like, maybe it shouldn't have been marketed as Exorcist 3. They should have just called it Legion. But I think there's already a movie called Legion. It's about some deep angel that hunts fucking vampires or some dog shit. Isn't that with no, Keanu it, Reeves? No, it's with uh, Paul Bettany, right? Yeah, Paul I Blart? think that's a movie. I can't yeah. wait for you to cut it in and be like, yes, that's it. Oh, God, <laughs> I knew I wasn't crazy. I knew it was crazy, Paul Blart. But- if I had to theorize, like I think both these movies were flops, and I, I don't know, I don't have the money in front of me there. I'm pretty um, sure they were. Three was more than two, barely though. Yeah, but I think they were flops, and originally, yeah, uh, Blatty didn't want this to be called Exorcist; he wanted it to be called Legion. So there was a separation, mm-hmm. which so he was like, "No, you're not fucking gonna do that. Why are you gonna make Exorcist sequel and not call it The Exorcist? We're trying to make some money back, idiot." So he's um, like, "Because you fucked it up so bad with number yeah. two. <laughs> so I don't know, like. All the other Exorcist movies after this have the exact same thing. Young mm-hmm. person, possessed by demon, there's an exorcism, there's some oh, the same God. things. So this is like the one that stands above everything else of being so far different and removed. I think, like you said, Dan, people now are seeing it for like the quality it is. But if this came out today or it came out as a second movie, I think it still would have not done well. Cause mm-hmm. It's not what people wanted at the time because no. like because like the time that exorcist comes out it's like a phenomenon people are freaking out about all this and then the exorcism in this movie is literally like added on in the end and five the ending was super cl- it's last five minutes if that the actual exorcism yeah and and like i, I think it's effective and it works because 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 you have that good speech like for george c scott at the end but it, it feels no, almost like tacked on 
kind of in there because the original ending was, was right? just yeah because yeah, original ending... yeah father dyer comes out of nowhere yeah uh yeah like, it's no it's, prompting it's literally tacked on there because they have to have an exorcism and an exorcism moving but um what? but like uh the original ending was just uh what's his name kinderman walks in and shoots and kills karis but this one is more cinematic so you know it's it, that's the only part of this thing as a flaw is that whole father mourning all that stuff like the bird and stuff it's that's that feels very just tacked on and doesn't feel like it oh, interconnects about but the bird because yeah. it's because it's so forgettable it's 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 not forgettable part but getting it to the end there it works oh, yeah. that's what the cross drops and it goes upside down okay yeah that's right yeah that whole thing which is another callback to the exorcism movie um here's and my this question this is the only one with boobs the nun. it is there's boob- there's not boobs in this one oh the second one has uh, national geographic tits Oh yeah, those don't count. Oh, Danny, I've been, I've been, I've been breaking the rule, haven't I? Oh uh, shit! Sh- sorry, Shane, I fucked up. I wasn't gonna say. I was gonna say it later, so Shane didn't realize it. Shane needs a drink. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't gonna no, say. I could no, make no, it obvious. No, I, I fucked it up though. So Shane, we we had two words to begin with with you for our for our um, cursed words. It was either gonna be boring or tits. <laughs> and uh and or boring danny, tits and danny <laughs> and i agreed to do tits but then my dumb drinking brain thought it was boring you kept saying boring and boring so i kept getting you and now i'm like oh shit i fucked up so i'll drink it damn i've been drinking split pea soup for no fucking reason <laughs> wait i thought i screwed up with my my word Mm-mm. no, no you're, you're still good i'm still good oh okay <laughs> no i fucked it up it's supposed to be. I uh, warmed tits, my right split board. piece soup up. I did too, but it's got cold. <laughs> <laughs> it okay. has beer in it. <laughs> okay, here's my um, here's my question for you, gentlemen. Um, what would your George C. Scott miserable monologue be about in your life? Damn, I'll start with oh, you. Oh God, you... Shane, first. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, Shane. I'll start with you. What would your <laughs> What would, you, what would your miserable Dorsey <laughs> Scott monologue be about? <laughs> I just picture like, I believe James Johns Ford, where only you can get a good deal on an all-new Mustang. <laughs> Come now for 3.9% APR. No money down. <laughs> Is he ejaculating? What are you doing there, Shane? <laughs> I believe at a fair price for a good deal. Quality Ford. <laughs> Mine would be about um, I'm fucking tired and sick of Blumhouse taking movie franchises I love and making them cheap fucking cash-ins. Do you know what you're fucking doing to me? You're ruining my Halloween's. God Ooh. damn it! I believe in fucking money, money. That's a okay. Uh, Dan, what would your um miserable George C. Scott rant be about? Um. I think would go. I'm thinking what I'd go piggyback off yours, Ron. He would just complain about all the Marvel movies. <laughs> think so. I can see him doing that. Like I just, I believe in a woman I doing just, this. Marvel and friends. Just bring back the raccoon. <laughs> That's all I want. The raccoon. <laughs> the raccoon makes me laugh. <laughs> I want a whole movie with just the raccoon. Just trash out the fucking dumpster. And the tree. And the tree guy. 
I would I would do that one, but another one I would do, I would, his voice would be funny, but I don't think he would do it. And it's, you might have to cut this one out, Ron. If it just complains about how there's too many genders now, just doing a rant for 10 minutes. <laughs> like, what Let's the move on. fuck is okay. this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were a dolphin yesterday. I fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> Is, does Jersey Scott live in my town now? <laughs> oh. yeah, I'm not okay. saying he agrees with it. I'm just I just want his voice with a rant. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it would I be would hilarious just yeah, to have him be, be the <laughs> the voice of Fox News. <laughs> now you want to get married? I didn't go that okay. far, but okay. <laughs> Demon or dumbass? Before we do our halfway point here. The Yuki Ana is a snow demon, which is a male spirit that would prey on lost travelers in Taiwanese mountains and is the inspiration for the Baba Yaga myth in many island Asian cultures. True or false? Is is Yuki Y-U-K-I, right? Yep. Ah, I... <laughs> Sounds like you're describing a Yeti. Or an Eskimo. Inuit. They don't listen to this podcast for good. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get reception out there. I uh, just picture is like all these have been like a Blumhouse movie where a college professor is called by the haunted family <laughs> and he's like, oh, what you got is a Yukiana. They were Tibetan. Can we stop podcasting? I'll just start writing fucking <laughs> scripts for this. Yeah, we just pump, pumping them out. I'm going to say false. Okay. I go true. I know it's Asian for sure because I shout out to Phasmophobia, the video game for ghost hunting. <laughs> it is false. <laughs> is that the one where you take a photo? What? Oh, continue. Sorry, false. There's a there's a game where you take photos of ghosts. No, it's, a, it's a, what I'm talking about is, is ghost hunting. You, you figure out one of the 24 ghosts. It's pretty fun. Oh, the uh, 13 ghosts Phasmoph- with Matthew Lillard. Oh, <laughs> that's a great movie. Watch our pod. Watch our podcast. Scream from two years ago, or Scooby Doo. Some, some asshole on the I'm I'm not calling it X. Some asshole on Twitter was making fun of Matthew Lillard, and the world was lighting him up. And I was like, "Oh, you bitch! You don't know. Everyone knows Matthew Lillard." <laughs> name How now. Dare you? Sir. Give me the name now. <laughs> I'll finish it. Okay. <laughs> it's actually false. It's a female spirit, yeah, and the Bob Yaga shit. I made it up, and it's in Japan. Obviously, not Taiwan. Wait, I, you lost me when you're like Baba Yaga in Pacific Islands. I'm like, you dumb fuck. That Baba Yaga's Russian. No, it's not. <laughs> or like Eastern European. No, it's also. I think it's also. That's uh, John Wayne. The Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga is also Filipino, dude. Want me to ask? I might just be an asshole. Okay, let's uh, look. Babe, is the Baba Yaga Filipino? <laughs> 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 No, it's Slavic. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> Cut that one out. Or just complete some things. Did, did you phone a friend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no. Oh, okay. Wait, Same she left the apartment. Never mind. Yuki is for sure Japanese. I know that. I, I guess you said Bob Yaga. I said Bob Yaga was is also that like the one that haunts classrooms. Asia, oh, the, no, no, the, 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 the Yuki Yana one is actually all the things about it, like the Lost Travelers and shit was real, but I just made up the Baba Yaga and then the uh, mm. the male spirit thing. 
Um, Shane, get one for us. Oh, it is female. Damn it. I don't, I don't even want to play this anymore. It's okay. dumb. Um, oh, see. no, Shane, I want more. <laughs> the Hennessy Exorcist Camaro. <laughs> Falso. This is my response, Shane. Never mind, it don't work. Um. <laughs> it's it's a real car. Oh, really? I don't know, dude. I literally don't know cars. Like you, you've you known me for like so. twenty five fucking years. I don't know cars. <sighs> Demon. Is it, can we have like a trigger for the song so we can get this? No, that sounds like a Rob it. Zombie song. Demon bends on Bentley. Demon bends on Bentley. And my cum sluts. <laughs> oh, dang it. My jeans is never empty and my beans are bent up bitly. <laughs> everybody, everybody fucking a UFO. Everybody, everybody fucking a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> I like Rob Zombie a lot. I, I like, I want to see his movies. I like everything he represents. Oh, you should watch House of a Thousand Corpses. I watched it for the first time like a month ago. Oh, yeah. It is like the worst movie ever made. It is so fucking bad. Boobies. It's in, it's entertaining. It's dumb. How no, but that? like but yeah. like the filmmaking itself is so awful. Like it is it is like college level like college film level if the person was on like so many drugs. It's so bad. <laughs> okay. It is like I think I watched on TV back in the day or a while ago. Yeah. Oh. It's so awful. Okay, gentlemen, we're halfway through. We've talked about <sighs> in my opinion two Phenomenal films out of six, and now it's all goddamn down from here. Dan, there is no god left for us. <laughs> there is no god you here, priest. <laughs> I think I, I think I said I think I said that like sixteen or seventeen times in the group chat. All right, three, two, Pazuzu, go. And so they, there's Nazis and Val Kilmer Jesus wonders around a Crusader battlefield like, and finds demon statue and so then, then he shoots him and Skull and Skarsgård's like okay she kills those poor guys so then he becomes a Nazi but he's not a Nazi he's Dutch but then he goes to Africa because he doesn't want to be and then he's hired by a British guy and the British guy is like oh about you getting in go find us a demon and he's like I don't I'm a Nazi now and he's like you're not a Nazi you're British and he's like okay so they go and, and then, then they the meet Vatican this kid, up, and this and kid's all Lucifer, fucked up, and there's and a nurse, fucking that but kid the in guy, the church, and then, and then I mean, this guy's like really fucked up, he's it. like a, hey, Say you it. guys! Heard you shut your mouth! <laughs> <laughs> this was a race, and not a marathon. There's hyenas, and the hyenas eat the Christian kid, but no, 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 that's in the fourth <laughs> one. In this one, the African guy comes in and kills all the kids, not the hyenas. Okay, yeah, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good, yeah. Yeah. Let me give you. Let's give you some context where we jump into Exorcist in the beginning. In 2000, the Universal re-released The Exorcist into theaters. It made a bunch of money because a new generation saw it. So they're like, "Hey, let's profit off of this new boom for Exorcist movies, and we're gonna give Paul Schrader a the known for writing and directing, and his films are." among either amazing or absolute shit trash. Like, he directed one of my favorite films of all time called The uh, First Reformed, and he also directed that movie Canyons with Lindsay Lohan where she shows her tits. Ooh. So that's the filmography. <laughs> he also Jesus wrote Christ. Taxi Driver. Yeah, he wrote Taxi Driver. Like, he's literally written some of the best movies and some of the worst things of all time. 
So he made a movie <laughs> called Dominion. And when the studio saw it, they said, we can't market this shit. So they instead fired him, hired Rennie Harlan to reshoot the entire fucking movie and remake The Exorcist, the beginning. The movie bombs in theaters. So then they just end up releasing The Dominion anyway. So there are two Exorcist 4 films. <laughs> and they're not good. <laughs> they should be four point, it should be 4.5. The and second they're one. Yeah. different, but same, same. Yeah, you said it perfectly. And they're both bad for different yeah, reasons. Same, you said it perfectly. It's like deja vu. It's just fucking awful. Of just like, what the hell am I watching? But let's start with... I'll start with the, the, the Exorcist the beginning. That's, that's my cross to bear. And then... Huh. I'll talk about it very fucking quickly, and then we'll get into your Shane, and we'll just steamroll through this bullshit really quickly. Okay. okay. 2004. Indiana Jones. Uh, sorry. Try it again. <laughs> Exorcist the Beginning. In the Temple of Bullshit. <laughs> Exorcist the Beginning. 2004. Indiana Jesuit and the Church of Satan's White Guilt. Starts off with... Val Kilmer Jesus wanders around a crusader battlefield and finds the devil statue and decorations oh, for a metal concert, which is a bunch of upside-down crucifixes. <laughs> then, in 1949... It's a Slayer concert. <laughs> then in 1949, the CGI Egypt, Father Marin is drunk and harasses poor children, because of course he does, and is tasked to find an ancient Christian artifact at a church where no church should be. Because, if you know history, no. <clears throat> then in Kenya... Exposition is to be found, and a Catholic priest partner is who is obviously lying is tasked to fall around Marin for no reason. Marin then meets his nemesis, a miserable cunt named Bricktop, and a woman lady. A mermaid man and Barbara <coughs> boy then go to the dig site and excavate a church, but no one will enter because of evil and CGI hyenas and a rash of random seizures. Um, the whiteys conquistador their way into the first church of satan obviously in africa because where else would it be in a flashback we see Marin is a nazi priest and hyenas eat a little black boy while his little brother smiles because he got a shiv back and uh rick sanatorium in nairobi madden meets a priest who is touched by the devil which is the first time a priest was molested by evil and not the other way around um, after a suicide, a makeout <laughs> session, a child seizure, a maggot baby delivery, Martin uh, learns that Satan likes secret tunnels and bloody vaginas. Then the British are coming, the British are coming to kill black people, and the blacks are coming to suck the blood out of a child, I shit you not. Uh, the Vatican cover-up, Lucifer fell to earth, yada yada yada, Brits shoot black people, because that's what they do. Oh, um, that's what it was? They take the fucking kid into the church of Lucifer, then exorcist shit happens, fuck at the end. Wait, that's what it was? It was Lucifer's tomb? That's where they, they suspected that this is where Lucifer fell to earth. Oh, this is just the Pope's exorcist all over again. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, I... I... God, I knew it was built they around him, but that. I didn't know that. I thought it was Pazuzu Shane again. does too many drugs and watch these movies in succession. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's um, like, I'm not denying that, but you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was Pazuzu's tomb. That's my bad. Um, yeah, well, you're not paying attention. Dan, what are your thoughts on uh, this movie? Wait, should we do Shane's 
No, or, let's, uh, let's, let's fucking put do... down this dog first, and then, then we'll jump in. These movies are entirely separate. Like, uh-huh. they, like, yeah, they are the, different. The setting and, and couple characters are the it, same, but almost exactly different. Yeah, it's... I do like how you said Bricktop. I was like, look, it's him, mm-hmm. and he's a horrible cunt. He's a miserable fucking cunt named Bricktop. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't. That would have been awesome if he's like, "Do you know what a nemesis is, <laughs> or oh, a legion is?" That's, that's why I wrote it in my thing, Shane. I know you wrote it, but does he have syphilis? Uh, <laughs> he, he has a demon pox. Oh yeah. Typical, typical. Um, I didn't hate this film, if we're being honest. Until the ending, it's... the ending got schlocky, and I got over it. Um. Certain elements I liked. The hyena thing was nuts. Uh, <laughs> I love I the I guess the simple plot of a r- Lucifer coming down, and that's how that church was there. And then that the fact that Father Marin is like an archaeologist, kinda. I didn't hate that plot. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I I can go with that. But then it just progressively got schlockier and schlocky. And then the the fact that the woman is the one that's possessed, I'm like, ah, I'm out. I just don't care anymore. Like she got, then she got possessed because it switched, right? Because it wasn't it the um, boy, ba- and then it, it went to switch. Yeah, yeah, she was possessed the whole time. It was her and her husband. Yeah, but yes. then the boy was possessed though. But so then, like, I know that, but then it wasn't. Well, she was fucking with him to make it yes. look that way. Uh, that's Which, where isn't see, wait, that's where I'm like sense, wait though. what yeah that's where I'm like sense, what's no, going on it doesn't here make any sense because yeah. there's a scene where like the hyena eats his brother and he's like smiling so it doesn't make sense is she controlling the hyenas or is the boy doing it it's it's all she's not well she's not even there I I can get if she's there watching when they when that tribe is trying to kill him and they they they're holding her back I can see like oh she's controlling the child maybe mm-hmm. but. She's not even there for that. She's like, oh, what happened last night? Well, she's trying to s- slog or gargle um, Skarsgård's mouth. Still in Skarsgård's. Yeah. They made it hurt just so they could say the line, ah, priest, you wanted to put it your cock in her ass, huh? Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did. I uh, So... He was a he was a priest in a town where the Nazis invaded, right? But you but you said he was a Nazi right. priest, wrong? That's me doing my sarcastic bullshit. God, okay, no, no. okay. He wasn't literally a Nazi. Okay, I'm just making I'm just making. Just making shit his name is God, Okay, he's a fucking. Red move are you doing a Skazgod? Um. <laughs> uh, I did kind of I I I like that he the flashbacks of him dealing him going back to the carousing that just or even you can go Dorothy Scott thing just dealing with the past constantly like with that and then now he's got to deal with his demon thing and what's going on I like that concept but again I didn't hate this film the next one I didn't watch I hated but that one I kind of hated but we can get to that one when we get there there isn't uh, a monkey man as the Possessed, <laughs> which that one we might have to bleep a lot, but we'll get there. We'll fucking get there. Um, I hated this movie. Like, this is like my least favorite Ooh. of all of them. And I and I know that's what. Okay, th- these more these than last, the, okay. Sorry, 
these last three are all like tied for shittiest, but I hate this movie. And here's the specific reason why, because it has all the same bullshit that Exorcist movies have besides any of the good filmmaking, the acting, the coherence. And they just made into a shitty 2000s horror movie. You have a woman running around in a towel. You have the stupid CGI gore. You have a huge like body count you're adding. This is not a thing in these movies. You have all these bullshit jump scares. You just like they're putting all this thing like this, like this. Oh, this switcheroo with the mystery. Who is it? It's they took an Exorcist movie and made it like a a two thousand shitty fucking horror movie. So I like I hated this. I fucking hated everything about this movie. <laughs> but like the other ones suck too. Like it's it's all like a fucking like turd race. They're all terrible and they're all finishing last. But this one really fucking irked me. I think coming off of three to this one was fucking frustrating as shit for me. Wait, Ron. I did, see your point. Did, like before, okay. you, sorry, Shane. Um, before we go, did you guys have you guys seen these next three or next two? Sorry for that matter. Before, no, no? I've seen okay. this one a sorry. couple times. Ooh, okay. okay the only fine. the only one I've never go seen ahead, before Shane. was two. Okay, that's fine. All yeah. right. Sorry, Shane. Yeah, go ahead. two. I I can see where because I would describe four as a nothing burger. It's like eating air. Where you go to bite a burger, it's just air, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? It doesn't taste bad. It's inoffensive, but you're just, so it's nothing. Burger King? What the fuck was the point of this? Um, But two, two is boring as fucking balls, but at least it's different. I've never seen a movie like Exorcist 2. <laughs> never or do I want to exactly. anymore. <laughs> But I have seen, like you said, 15 movies that are identical to Exorcist 4. Like, There's no risks. It's literally a paint-by-numbers. It looks pretty good. It looks okay. You know, it's inoffensive. It doesn't take any risks. It's, yeah, like you said, it's by the numbers, which I can see why that offends you more, because it takes the art out of it. Um. But yeah, it's it's not it's not a good movie. It it like yeah, it's just a nothing burger. It's just it's fucking dumb. I hate when they always make it Lucifer. They always have it like just make it a demon. Like that's even like when the you whole make thing it the, the literal. Movie. They always do that in the newer movies because it's like it has to be the man, like the devil. When you make it such a big thing. It's like, oh, let me. So, some random priest can literally battle the king of hell. Like, why not just a demon? You can keep it smaller scale, keep it a little more contained. To, to play. And, to and play. then just the logistics of building a church around Satan. What is Satan unconscious? Like, did, how, the, how the fuck did you pull that off? To play Pazuzu's like, advocate, though, Shane, it's easier to say oh, the devil. Oh, dang it, Ronnie. Beat me to it. Son of a bitch. To, it's better to say the devil versus Pazuzu or Bagul. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I like, I like, I'm, I'm agreeing with it you. Good on Lilith. Yeah, like, like I agree yeah, with no. you. It doesn't make sense in any slice to use the devil as the, as like the main antagonist. But Satan versus, you know, made up bullshit name from any current horror film franchise as a little harder insert another demon name that no one knows how about that see yeah Yeah. and then we have this weird b plot about british expeditionary dudes fighting 
African, like just basically the movie Zulu. Yeah, the the British deserve to be chastised for their terrible treatment of the world, but comparing them to Nazis is pretty fucking uh, interesting to do on your part as a filmmaker. <laughs> like to put them side by side of the atrocities. Yeah, to of make Nazis. them the mirror. I, the, little things like that maybe like go like giggle i am not i am not defending the imperialism and the terrible fucking hundreds of years of bullshit the british have done to millions of people but comparing them side by side to nazis (laughs) it's a little like okay (laughs) well and it's it's hard to watch because like if you're gonna have a villain like the major at least give us something to hold on to with him Butterflies. He's just like, I'm racist and that's that. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. That's... And you're like, okay, cool. Like, there's nothing here. And I think the, um, the not the biggest offensive, but the thing that really pissed me off, and like knowing that this movie came after Dominion, like it was filmed afterwards, Dylan Skarsgård is the most miserable fuck in the entire world in these movies. He's a good actor. <laughs> he is so fucking lazy and bored and bad in this movie. He uses a blank sheet of paper, just moving through the scene. It is, I fuck like. It's a more coherent movie than Dominion, and it's not as fucking as stupid as it, The Believer. But man, do I just hate this! Is what horror movies have become in the two thousands, and I think it's just kind of like looking back on this twenty year old movie, like I fucking hate everything about this. It was kind of like a really shitty mummy. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a bunch of movies that I've seen, but shittier versions of them. Yeah, and I like the idea that that like, it's it's not a kid, and they're going somewhere different. Like they like they tried, they tried to change like the story, but then they didn't. And it's it's so generically two thousands. I fucking hated every minute of it. This one was hard to watch i just it's like i hate this this shit so much but yeah i've seen it a couple times and rewatching it i was like eh. i was thinking i was like if if satan got a hold of us and put us in podcast hell he'd be like that we already are i'm going to make you watch one movie for all of time and it's gonna be exorcist the beginning and i would definitely like try to slit my own throat faster than if he said i'm gonna watch exorcist 2 <laughs> really I'm like at least exorcist 2 i could try to like for the for the rest of time, I feel like I could do more analysis on Exorcist 2. Exorcist 4 is like just being made to watch your parents do missionary in front of you the rest of your life. Only you can just have the most wonderful like similes and metaphors, Shane, that would just make everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> so this is the Waste Potential podcast. I will talk to you all later. <laughs> Shane's description of Exorcist 4. Watching your parents do missionary in front of you. I'm just going to have the headline. Shane yeah. describing all of them in terrible And then sex. proceeds to say it's inoffensive. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Wasn't that bad? <laughs> kind of good. Four stars. <laughs> I don't really have much more to say about this because we've got to get into Dominion and Dominion's a whole fucking other shit show. Dan, anything else to kind of add to this shit nonsense? No. <laughs> Shane... Just let Shane yeah. talk about his Fast and Furious trivia real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'd rather listen to that than talk about the next this movie and next one. <laughs> I I have more okay. to talk about with Dominion. Not good things to say, but I have, I have some interesting kind of thoughts. 
I, I am a little shocked, though. I thought everyone would, would be in agreement with me that this one was better than the second one. I think as a film that's coherent, yes. As a yeah, okay, but yeah. I just think as a person who loves horror film and seeing the Exorcist evolve into like this, like Shane describes it, paint by numbers, like Mad Libs nonsense. It's just like it's so fucking frustrating. Two is awful, but like on the grading scale of Exorcist sequels. Two is my top three. <laughs> I'm just not saying much. There was some legitimate effort, yeah, that went into two. It was just dumb. It's like like they they just were too stupid to pull it off. It's like they planned an awesome evil Knievel stunt, and then that motherfucker just like hit every fucking like fucking like ramp, fell down <laughs> and then every the hill, tire and came off going. as he was leaving the ramp. Blew up. He it, hit every single bus it, across the way. But man, was it kind of interesting to be like, huh? It was. It would be interesting to see what that jump would have looked like if he actually landed it. Yeah, if he didn't die. Yeah, if he didn't die. It'd be interesting to see how this. <laughs> if there was, there was, if there wasn't a hole, hole in the ramp. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Exorcist Four is the guy that jumps over a kid pool and goes, "Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, Dad! Yeah, I did it! Suck! I did it, Dad!" And yeah. it's like, "Yeah, you did. You fucking oh, damn it!" I think, it, or it's like a magician where you, like you can see the card in his palm as he's like, oh, "Where did it go?" The toddler doing magic, or the hat, uh, the, yeah. the the rabbit out of the hat, and the, and you see blood in the hat. He's like, "Ta-da! It's gone!" <laughs> <laughs> and you hear the sound of a bunny done. Okay, I would have rather done fentanyl than watch four. <laughs> I know a guy. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, right. Demon okay, or dumbass? Moloch is a biblical minotaur demon that was a warrior angel who fell with Lucifer that the Ammonites would sacrifice children to. True or false? Ammonites. You first, Danny. Going back to. Oh, I don't want to go back to those days. Never mind. I don't want to go back to those days. Oh, anymore. Not anymore. Um, not Father Marin. <laughs> Please, God, make me a bird so I can fly far, far away. Not Pazuzi. <laughs> not not Pazuki. <laughs> not my Pazuzu. Pazuki <laughs> hole. Uh, let's go true. I did it all for the Pazuzi. She can take that cookie and shove it up your <laughs> Dude. That that'll be our remind me at the end of this podcast for B roll to talk about where Limp Biscuit is now. Sounds good. I have video evidence. <laughs> it's incredible. Okay. I was going to do something better for the podcast. Um, that should be on a shirt. Do it for the Pazuzu. Pazuzu. What would you say, Ron? <laughs> do yeah. it for the Pazuzu. <laughs> yeah. Do it for the. Did it for the Pazuzu. You could take that. Um, next to sequels. And yeah. Throw it up here. <laughs> I went. I went to uh, this restaurant and ordered a pazuki and got a pazuzu. <laughs> That'll be our uh, wasted potential's first uh, shirt. You can get it on Patreon.com. <laughs> Where someone thinks they ordered a pazuki and you just come out and throw split pea soup on them. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pazuzu. It's Jamie Earl Jones though. He's he's the one who throws it in your face. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm surprised how many of these demons I fucking know. I don't know where I'm getting this all, but no, isn't Moloch an owl god? Danny, what'd you say? That, like, bunch of billionaires go and fuck each other and No, I said, I said true. It's true. I'm saying false. Oh. Yeah, I didn't... Like, what am I thinking He said all the... He said all... Sorry, Ron. Yeah, Moloch's also a name of, like, a... I think some kind of vampire from some movie, too. So, like, I... I 
Like, mm. all right, it's all nonsense made up by religions and people steal them and use them for their <laughs> movies, right? Like, people steal these same names. Like, all these names I have well, are going to be things you heard of before, just, like, what their origin is. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it in one of the Insidious. Right. Or um, Sinister. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> one of them. Something with Ethan Hawke in it. Same movie. Uh, Shane, do you have any more um, uh, Beamer, Benzer, Burtonies? Um, Beamer versus Lamborghini versus Demon thing. Whatever you want to call it. Demon. I'm not giving up on um, this, Shane. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. Have you heard <laughs> of the Dodge Demon? Yes. I'm going to say false. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a real thing. Yeah. I'll drink my fucking pea soup. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still drinking that, dude? Dodge, I did a Dodge once. likes to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I get something wrong, Dodge got a couple devil cars. Every time I get it wrong, I, Ronnie, I drink. I it. like split pea soup. I'm enjoying it. What the it. fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I like split pea soup. Are you fucking it makes broken? me fart like a son of a bitch. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? The one I'm drinking, it's tasteless. So it doesn't matter. That's dude, really offensive. You got the Exorcist Force. I got Progresso. <laughs> Split pea is Pazo- you have oh, I to got do the bacon pa- in it. I got the Pazuzu you the bacon. Paz- you gotta salt it. Shane, like I know the answer to this, but who hurt you in your life that you like split pea soup? <laughs> I love split pea soup. You just haven't had good split pea soup. You've had fucking Universal Studios Shane, soup. This is Shane, the only, I'll cook you some good George C. Scott split, <laughs> split pea soup. This is the only time I've ever had it in my entire life, and it's fucking awful. You gotta put a carp in it. <laughs> <laughs> green pea, uh, sorry, green split pea soup doesn't even like itself. Fuck off, Shane. <laughs> it took a whole dose of fentanyl and died. You will poop after having a good split pea. Split pea took a whole <laughs> overdose of fentanyl and died. It hates itself so much. A lot of fiber. <laughs> split right, my um, Peter as I have split pea spoop. So, this riveting split pea conversation. Um, it's now time for Exorcist 5. Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> 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 um. Father Marin wakes up in Groundhog's Day where he's once again invaded by the Nazis and asked to pick people at random to shoot. He says no, so they say, we'll kill everyone. He says, no, kill those old guys. And they go, no, too late. We're going to start killing people. So this is the same fucking movie, but filmed in reverse order and with much more emphasis on British Nazism. Uh, Still goes to Africa, but this time, instead of being hired like Indiana Jones at a market in Iraq... He's hired, he's forced via visa mail to find it for the British, and he's given another young priest. They must have filmed different movies because they're different different. actors. uh, Like 90% of the fucking movies are entirely different. An actress. Yeah, but it's still same, same. (laughs) So they go... African, he overworks the Africans as they dig this. Uh, so he's basically a Nazi. Um, as he digs up the temple, and hyenas don't attack this time. It's one of the tribesmen kills the kids for learning Christianity. And then the British start killing everybody, but then they don't. Then he kills himself. 
Marin's still oh oh but the big difference is instead of the kid being possessed it's now this <laughs> do it <laughs> say it he's uh <laughs> he's like a real hey you guys kind of thing um, the teeth. yeah but he's they found him and he's one of the tribes he's an outcast because I, because he's deformed so i think he's he's like demonic or he's cursed so they cast him out into like the outskirts but then he is yeah literally it's he becomes what they yeah but um he's healing at a rapid rate because he's all fucked up but they and for some reason, like they care about him, I I don't understand. Okay, so like, so um, like they they bring in the doctor to fix his leg, which which is like supposed to be like a miracle, but some reason they fix all of him. But then he's also demonic. It's it's fucking nonsense. He's got a he's got a he's got a limp leg and a limp arm, right? Yeah. But then he turns out to be the demon. No way. And uh, and it basically just follows it again. Yeah, go to the Lucifer's temple to perform the baptism, but then. The exorcism goes awry, and everyone's getting going, wow, but Marin doesn't want to ever act, so he just goes, meh, and uh, it's the same thing again, but just add the filter that they, at least number four has, like, it's dark, yeah, and, like, it looks pretty sharp, like, it looks pretty well filmed. This looks like... It's all blown out. It's like a fucking TV like a show. Weird light. Yeah, and I was like, "Are they going for a '70s yeah. look?" Because it kind of looks like a shit, like a shitty '70s movie, but like filmed with modern equipment, and it's all like bright and oversaturated, and like it, it's fucking weird and awful. Yeah, and it's uh, it's baffling. On multiple levels, on the choices, like and the actors they chose aren't as good as number four, which isn't saying much. No, but they are worse. So much. The worse. story's dumber. The progression of the story's dumber. Yeah, and it has the same ending. It's so fucking sl- <laughs> like it's so slow. So slow. Holy! At least number four has some pace to the, it. The first hour of this movie is like this is the one like I was looking forward to seeing this one because I've seen it before but didn't remember it, and I was like, oh, this is the biggest disappointment of just like an hour of slogging. So I had to start and stop it three times, and then the ending, there's parts that pick up, but goddamn, is it like the first thing I noticed? Same thing, shame. The first scene when like the Nazis, I'm like this is so overlit. Why is it overlit? And then every yeah, second weird. Like, um, Subsequent scene after that is so over lit. Like, what's going on? And yeah, yeah, and and like behind the scenes, Paul Schrader got no money to finish this. Like, absolutely nothing. So it's not like his complete vision. Whatever. I'm not excusing it because it's fucking boring. Regardless, I don't know. Yeah, if he had anywhere to go with it. No, it's like he had a, a rough cut. The show producers and then they fired him. So like, there's enough. Like. Like, for example, remember, like, last year we talked about The Crow? That's not a finished movie. Like, they had to do a lot of stuff to fix it. They gave him money, though. This one doesn't feel finished. This feels like there's so many connecting tissues missing from it. How I picture what happened is they wanted to do, like, an Exorcist 3 kind of thing where it's more of a thinker, I guess, but still had... 
And so he, five was shot first, I'm assuming. Yes. That's what because, I earlier. yeah, it's really bad. And like, I'm sure the studios are like, holy fuck. Like, what do we do? It, like, it's, it's a piece of shit. It's so boring. It looks terrible. And then they gave it to a strip club owner. And he's like, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I can, I can chop it down here. We'll like darken everything up. And like, and they just put the, uh, like uh if i could do like a michael bay filter on it you know like a 2000 where they're like it's not going to make it a good movie mm-hmm. but it's going to cut it down and, and get us at least some viewers and, and it's weird cuz i don't want to say that number 4 is a more competent film i get i guess compared it is from like from like a plot standpoint it is but it's like if a kindergartner handed his home video to a high schooler obviously the high schooler would be able to make it more adult but uh and then exorcist 2 is the same film but it's just handed to a master's graduate who's in a in bunch philosophy. of fucking like cocaine and then forgot yeah. <laughs> what they learned in their master's program and just did nonsense yeah but they're studying like liberal arts Air or or like late era Nietzsche, yeah. where it's just some fucking jacking off and doing nothing. Um, yeah, they they no, it's an undergraduate that went into his first English class, yeah, or philosophy class, there we go. and then wrote philosophy the Exorcist. Class. Yeah, yeah. Um, five is really awful. It needs to be burned. Yeah, f- like four for like an A through B like plot is more of a movie. This movie is an hour of meandering, and then. In my opinion, the last 30 minutes don't get better, but there's, like, things that kind of interest me more than four, but it's still fucking unbearably bad. So you guys both prefer four over five, though, you said? Yes. If okay. I had to rewatch that's another that's one... that's not saying much. That's like saying I prefer... I know that, but, yeah. ...to get raped differently. That was <laughs> that, That's my argument for everything. It's like... It's... It, it's it, it's so bad. It's so sad, or even also bad that five was technically filmed first, but four is the more you could say competent movie. But also, completed. it's you can complete it and competent yeah. movie, but it's the better movie because it got more Hollywood influence and more money for it. And five is like push it out, go, 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 just do it, just do it. And it made. Why did they release five? Because uh, they they try to recoup their losses from four because they released it it flopped to try to because they, they spent the money they released oh. it in small theaters like 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 barely anyone saw it anyways and they thought maybe we can recoup this somehow it was it's it's all mismanaged and like bad and it somehow cost them more money <laughs> yeah I know I've, here's it's it's all like awful but like fuck I'm trying to think of the positives okay so. All these movies that gets really bogged down and annoying. It's it's like the Halloween movies. I think any horror franchise you have one movie, maybe two if you're lucky, and then they all fucking repeat themselves. It's annoying because it's the uh-huh. same theme: the loss of faith. You gotta find your faith in something, humanity, God, whatever. But so it's fucking awful. But then the one thing I thought was interesting in this movie that is the very end when like um, I don't even know. Is it the devil in this one? I honestly can't tell you I blocked out. I watched it, 
but I was in like that Exorcist 2 trans where I felt like I was in the room. And I was like, no, I'm trapped in here with Pazuzu. <laughs> Do you remember, Dan? Is it the, what is the demon? You know what? I don't. I don't think I remember anything at the end. I think I gave up. The, the, and oh, I think that's the best way to describe this movie. It's so fucking forgettable of nonsense. But yeah. I, and then that... I, I, I know I said I watched all of them. This one, I was so pissed that it's the same movie because this is what I originally was supposed to watch for my second one to review. And I text you around. I'm like, it's the same fucking movie. I was pissed, and I just gave up halfway through. <laughs> after I wish after it was after the same a cha ching or chong ching. Uh, we forgot he was for sure the possessed person. I'm like, I'm done. I think I'm out. <laughs> Chong Wasn't it his name? Cha-ching? Chi-chi. Something like that. It's chi yeah. Or my only note for this movie is watching Dominion made me want to be Cha-ching and then kill myself. <laughs> um. So the, the one thing I like about this movie that was a little different, and like this is like me saying, I like this concept, which gives me like 1% more of liking 5 over 4. This idea of, like, it's about guilt. So he gives, which is ironic because this movie is the same movie as the last movie. He gives Father Marin mm-hmm. a chance to go back in time and, like, and release his mm. guilt. So he's tempting him. So it's kind of an interesting idea that, like, the, this demon gives him a chance to, to tempt himself. And he's not asking him for money or gold or getting blowjobs from nuns. He's like, you can release your guilt in the world. Like, you can feel better. Oh, you just have right. to give up on God and kind of just, like forgive yourself and I can give that to you if you just accept it. And then he goes back in time and realizes it's all pointless. And then the demon's like, yeah, but you don't have guilt. It's something you can have done. It's not on you. It's all God's fault. And then so like, that was a cool kind of concept that like he's tempting him with something that's benefiting him in a way. So that was a cool concept. And I think that's more interesting than anything in four. I think that's the best part of some of these movies is, the interaction between the demon or the devil in this case, between the person that's trying to exercise them, is the temptation and the battle between them two. That's what the one thing I'll say. Yeah, on, well, to, that's the part that everyone wants to see, right? They want to see, like, I don't want to see, like, the your mother sucks cocks in hell. It's hilarious and it's, like, iconic, but I want to see, like, the. Yeah. I want to see, like, the. I want to see, like, that back and forth of the good conflict and evil of, the, like, Yeah. The conflict, yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the best parts of it, and then which I don't think the the fourth one kind of did at some points, and that's what Marin told Reggie. Like no matter what they say, it's not her. No matter what, that's what they keep keep telling her. Like whatever she says, it's not her. Just don't believe her. And in yeah, this one, so... they he didn't. It was just them two, right? Yeah, it's it's just them in the end because he finds the he finds mm-hmm. the the woman in there, and the woman was able to um, go back in time and somehow like she was tempted to go back in time for some reason. It, it, it just drops it. Cause like it drops everything. Like this movie is 1% better than the fourth one. In my opinion, which is saying nothing at all. Just this one Ooh. moment here. It's better than anything in the fourth one, Ugh. but everything is dropped. It's awful. I'm not going to rewatch either of these, but that concept, no. the idea is interesting to me. And that's 1% better than four, but that's 1% boys. Don't, Act like I think this movie has any redeeming qualities. I don't even recommend watching that one scene. I'm just saying, if we had to see you watch a sea of exorcism movies. There's one unique idea in this that was never fully even fleshed out. So that's all I got for this fucking terrible movie. It's like two shitty so, students getting 
I got 10% on the final exam. I got 11% on the final exam. I'm better than you. You're, you're bragging <laughs> yeah, about being less of a, failed. You're bragging about being less yeah. of a moron. F versus F plus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I am uh, thinking here, and these... Uh, I want to see... You're already... We're going to under operate under the assumption that we've already spit on the memory... Of exorcist oh, yeah. making these split with green split pieces. So I pitch mm-hmm. that instead of just rehashing the same old shit, just do a a new demon every sequel, and the demon does something different. Like the Pazuzu is very different than Legion. Hey, save this for a second, Kishane. and they have different. Save it because that's my Thank question you. at the very very end. Thank you. Yeah, that, yeah. I have another or, thing after that. Get Keanu Reeves in number four. Mm. Oh, make John Wick this bitch, just right? John, John Wick, Wick it. Where he's like, consequences. Yeah. It's called Constantine. And he just starts Shane. nunchucking demons. It's called Constantine Shane. No, but I want the makers of John but Wick to do but Constantine. They're remaking, but they're doing a sequel to Constantine. But Keanu Reeves is coming back. Yeah. That, I've never yeah, seen but, that movie, actually. Oh, yeah. that, that best day of my life. That's a commentary. It's a commentary track for sure. All right, that's fine. I'm so excited yeah. because Constantine was dog shit. Oh, I love that movie. But I fucking love it. I love Constantine. <laughs> but like, but save that idea Just for... Just shooting bullets with crosses on him at demons. <laughs> but save that idea because oh. we'll get to that. Shane, I want to ask that question, though. Um, anything else okay. on five before we get to the last and final thing here? Movie here? I'd rather suck cocks in hell than watch five again. That was a quality Texas in us today. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, how about you? Uh, no, I got nothing. I okay. yeah, four and five don't watch them. There's no point to. I, I think you said it perfectly. One percent better fours than five, at least. Hey, I I get that you guys like four better than five. I can see that, that that's some yeah, that, 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 movie. I, think, I can see that. I think five gets that one percent bump for me. But that's like I like eating nails more than staples. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't get nailed in my. Both are really bad table. for me. I ain't like either. Depends on the con- whatever. No, like I put five, like a fucking cunt's hair above four, but I say because four is so <laughs> bland to me, and five has five minutes of an interesting idea. That's the only reason why it's like a tiny bit above. And I'm the opposite because I didn't realize going in that five was the same movie. So I think my mindset was this: fuck this, I don't want to see this. I get five. it. It's my fault. Yeah, I know these so. things in advance and I don't tell you guys. Yeah. I want to take number five and either destroy it or give it to Tommy Wiseau and be like, give us your version, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Really quick. And I want him to play Skarsgård. Really quick question before we get to the uh, the last uh, Exorcist film hopefully ever made. Um, are there any other exorcism movies that you enjoy outside of this franchise, but anything involving like demons and other bullshit? Um, I'll go with you, Dan. I fucking loved the Pope's exorcist. The Pope's I... exorcist. <laughs> I really haven't watched too much stuff about it. There's one on Netflix. Oh, yeah. that, there's a documentary that I'm, I'm trying to watch at some point. Oh, about the trial um, one? Yeah. The, the devil on trial. That one I've been waiting to watch for so long because it's been advertised yeah. you're not a fan of like demon shit though it's kind of like not your jam i'm more into it now i guess which is now creepy yeah may um yeah my wife have you seen the movie hell baby 
And the movie sucks. <laughs> it's not even funny, you fucking moron. It's I drive. Cool. I drive a Hellcat now, Shane. How about that? <laughs> no, you should drive a demon. There's, um, Hell demon. <laughs> Hell demon. I, I added. Um, I was looking on like Amazon. You know, I always love my Amazon Prime because it recommends movies for me. They're all fucked up shit. And uh, one of them was something involving like, a nun. Came out this year. My wife goes, "I'm not watching anything else with the priest <laughs> ever again." <laughs> She's like, like she I'm done with the priest. She didn't even watch like these movies in their entirety. She would like come in or like fall asleep and that I could finish watching by myself. But she's like, I don't want to see another fucking nun or priest in my entire life. I said, okay, fine. We'll save it for a different time. Yeah, same in this end. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love the actually Emily Rose. That might be um, a Ron mm-hmm. talks about it by himself one day. I love that movie. It's a, it's a cool balance of like courtroom drama, which I love me a trashy courtroom that, drama. That and one I'll watch movie. with you over that. I like that. Movie I wouldn't mind that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jane. Um. Besides Pope I know Francis, I saw one. What's his name? Australia man. <laughs> With... Oh, uh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> the Pope's exorcist. The best Russell Crowe. Father Cuckoo. By the way, none of you mentioned the South Park far and around the world in the entire review, and I'm so pissed off at you. <laughs> Taka. Okay, I literally. <laughs> My entire, like, when we podcast, I try to not mention South Park, and that's all Shane wants to do, is mention South Park the entire time. <laughs> you had to mention um, Russell Crowe South Park in that one. Why didn't you? It so, <laughs> made me so angry. But sorry, go ahead. Born in New Zealand in 64, a hot-headed actor named Russell Crowe. He loves to act, but he loves one thing more, fight around the world. He fights his directors and he fights his fans. It's a problem no one understands. If there's two things he loves, it's fighting and fighting around the world. Making movies, making music, and fighting around the world. Russell Crowe. Um, I'm trying to think of a good Exorcist film I've seen because I've seen the one with Anthony Hopkins. The right. Where he... Yeah, but I don't remember that being very good. That's, I remember it being just That's meh. actually Father Amorth. That's his like his like last exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, and then I I did see the Haunting on Hill House, but that's not really a. I mean, it's a possession movie, kind of. Yeah, the, those are ghost but, stories. That's more metaphorical and shit. I love those that. I like that's really that's more tone. That's more. That was really good. Yeah. No, I liked it, but Mike, I'm trying Mike to think Flanagan of like the legit. A phenomenal Netflix series. So all those are good. Watch those. The House, Fall of the House. Oh, was finished. That one's good. Mid, uh, Midnight Mass. That's the, one of the best shows of all time. Midnight Mass is one of my favorite fucking TV shows of all time. Yes. Yes. That one's good. It's uh-huh. People talking for fucking ten hours. Yes. Just talking. Like, like Exorcist three, but no George C. Scott. But longer. Which, oh, that would be that movie hundred percent better. More George C. Scott in all movies. Ooh, more G- more George C. Scott in Midnight Mass. I am sold. Okay, I'm gonna edit <laughs> edit it in there. Oh my god. Okay. Um, I like um, um, the Conjuring movies are like kind of more popcorny thing, but I enjoy those for the most part. Yeah. They get shittier. Like they get like that that universe, and I put that in quotes. Gets so fucking bad. Like I, I watched the Nun, and I had to turn that shit off. I was like, this is the worst fucking thing I've seen. I liked Supernatural, like at seasons like one to three, maybe. We are that has possession. We are uh, we're on the record that we enjoy that TV show as a guilty pleasure. It's pretty delightful. Yeah, I, it's I, definitely a lovely. Pl- I keep debating. Pleasure. I need to watch the entire series one day. 
watch or like or just for like a, a month oh. or two. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. There's like 20 something yeah. seasons at, now. I think. After every time the, I see after, it on TV, it's wonderful. After the end of the world, the apocalypse stop. Just it's not worth your time. For the eighth time? Yeah, but after yeah. after they they had like the four horsemen and like the literal Lucifer walks yeah. on the earth, just stop after that. It's there's no purpose. Aww. Yeah. Like like we joked about it here. How can you make it actually the devil and like take it somewhat seriously and not be like, no? Isn't like, isn't no. the devil the yeah. um the Linda's boyfriend or her husband ex husband from uh, Dexter? Yes, you're right. That's funny that you yes. remember that. Yeah. Yes, I know. I, I've seen episodes randomly, so I know of it. I just I haven't watched it from the beginning. That's fine. It's trash. It's great. Okay. It is good trash. Okay. All right, let's finish this. Oh, uh, do you want to do a demon and dumbass or no? Let's do a demon dumbass. Demon dumbass okay. and then fast furious against a tree and die. I am out of cars. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Just know. like Paul Walker. I'll give you. I'll give you two then because I got a couple more. The Jersey Devil yeah. is a flying bipedal creature described as being kangaroo-like Peel. creature, but with the head of a horse. Bat-like wings, bird-like legs, claws, hooves, a hideous face, and a forked tail. And in 1909, the state of New Jersey closed schools, factories, and there are thousands of reports because of this creature. False. And and now it goes by the name of Chris Christie. <laughs> Chris Christie can't fly, you dumbass. <laughs> False, it's not him. He has to pay for two tickets. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe he can't because his flat fats. Never mind. <laughs> what a fat bitch. <laughs> um, Christie 2024. True. It is true. According to the dumb website I found, they... In oh no no no! Okay. Thousands of people reported seeing a mysterious <laughs> no. creature, and they closed schools and factories for a few days because they thought there was some kind of paranormal activity going on. Ron, we've we, Ron, we've time. seen too many monster quests. Whatever you pulled that site from is inaccurate. There's no. <laughs> hey, Wikipedia is credible. It's got sources. Don't give me that. It doesn't look like okay. That's fine. Uh, speaking it's speaking fine. of the monster quests. I tried watching River Monsters again. He's run out of fish. I watched a whole episode where he was looking for an obvious fish that doesn't exist. Oh, He's looking for like a Shane, sea monster. Do you know why? Do you know why he had to cancel that show? Why? He literally he caught every fish that he wanted to catch. So he had to. He's like, yeah, I had nothing else I want to catch in the world. Yeah, but he has I'm other. He has yeah, other shows it, though. It was so stupid. Yeah, he has but other then. Shows, um, yeah, but then he doesn't. He does it like and repeat or he, or he hosts them. Hosts those shows. Yeah, now he's like, yeah. um, kind of like Jeff Corwin okay. went, like just yeah. plug and play. We can we can talk shit about the Catholic Church, Jesus, whatever you want to, but we don't, don't you talk shit the on good it. name. We don't fucking use the, the Jeremy Wade's name in vain in this fucking podcast, boys. Well, he's like looking for a fucking sea monster in Canada, and I was like, what the fuck fish is he gonna catch? It's, and he just goes catch pike. Yeah, for an hour. Yeah, well, I was like, he's not even trying anymore. Demon or dumbass? This podcast. Demon or dungass, <laughs> dumbass. The Rock. Dungass. <laughs> dungass. I'm drunk. Uh, demon or dumbass. The Rock Shashas. In Buddhism, they are shape shifting demons who lurk in cemeteries, encourage people to attack saints or holy men, and are born in places where violent deaths occur. True or false? What is Hillary Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I hit the right. I got to hit the left. What is Bill Clinton? <laughs> 
<laughs> what is my wife? Help me. Help me. Uh, my saxophone real quick. Tr- true. I'll go opposite false. It's false. It's not Buddhism. It's Hinduism. See? Oh. Great. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, Dan. It is Does you- Buddhism have demons? Buddhism has, really about has the... dark spirits, kind of like negative energy, but not actually... When I was looking up, I didn't see anything that was about Buddhism. Not as intense as the Hindu. No, well, Buddhism is more loosey goosey and kind of shit. Like all. Okay, Dan. Okay, never mind. 2023, you get to bring us home. All right. So 2023, the number six in the franchise is The Exorcist, starring Doug Baldwin. So. <laughs> 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 they got a Baldwin. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Doug Bradley. <laughs> sorry, right there. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing too much fantasy football. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. I yeah, Doug Bradley. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Doug Bradley. Uh, no, I had to set that one set up for it. So Shane, you haven't seen the last one, have you? This one I'm talking about. No, I tried to give it my money, but their <laughs> purists were like, no, you're going to go see it in okay. the theaters because this movie's meant okay. to be seen okay. in theaters, Wait. not purchased let's, at let's home. Stop. Fuck okay. you. Shane, tell us how Danny ended up being the person doing this movie, and then we'll get to the actual synopsis. I was assigned Exorcist 6 Believer, and I was like, okay. Ron, no, no, hold I on, hold on. Ronnie did this months ago. Yes, I I knew it was going to be in theaters, but I refused to go to movie theaters <laughs> because it's full of people that go to movie so theaters. So do I. And I don't like those people. It's a dead art. Um, so then I was going to pay $30 to watch it at home, and they won't let it right now because it's in theaters. And I was like, oh, my God. We are really being that sanctimonious about movie theaters that you won't let me pay double what I would at a movie theater to watch it. I was going to buy it. I was going to purchase this <laughs> stupid fucking film instead of go to a movie theater. And then Danny watched some Russian jerk off and film it. While he was don't don't it. you put that on and me. No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> so I didn't see this movie out of spite for movie theaters. So then, so, but I can already tell you so, what it's about. Thank you. So then, Danny texted in our group chat what late last night? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yesterday <laughs> afternoon, I said, "Shane, do you want to switch?" Because I was supposed to do number five, and I didn't want to rewatch number five. I said, "I'll watch six because I'm a good <laughs> guest podcast host, and I watch everything you tell me to." So I already <laughs> watched it. I'm I'm not gonna fucking give this thing the 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 pleasure of taking my money at a movie theater. I'll pay double to watch it at home just to flip the bird to fucking Regal Theaters. I'm the same way, Shane, but I I watched it in a totally legal third-party theater source. <laughs> that may or may not have been a horrible, horrible quality source. <laughs> I saw this movie in theaters gonna, because I go to the movie theaters. 
Shit. Remember, I'm sure they still do it, but when you'd put in your movie and it'd have the FBI warning <laughs> on front, oh, yeah. you didn't. and like I literally thought the FBI was hunting people who were taking camcorders into movie theaters. <laughs> where, where are you going to the theaters? Someone's just like, freeze, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm not jerking off. We don't care. You had a camera. It was worse, Shane. That's all I want to say. I bet you wish you were, but that camera's for filming. You could jerk off anywhere you want. <laughs> Shane, Shane, they had a subtitles option, and I did. I clicked it and then turned it off real quick because it got sketchy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Daniel, give us your mm-hmm. synopsis of Exorcist Believer. So I'll do two, obviously. One, because Shane didn't watch it, so it's funny. To hear him, his reaction kind of to it. You shouldn't have said that. You should have just done a... it and just done it naturally. I thought Doug Baldwin was in this Sorry, film. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Is there even a Doug Baldwin? No, Doug oh, yeah, Bradley. No, it's, Doug, it's Doug Bradley's in the... the it's the it, funny thing about that. I looked it up. It's the Exorcists. It came out this year of Doug Bradley as the head head honcho. Hmm. So, what the fuck are you talking okay. about? <laughs> Look it up on Amazon Prime. It's a movie this year. It came out. Okay. <sighs> okay. So, The Exorcist, The Believer, or my personal favorite titles that I came up with, Exorcist, Red Flows, or Exorcist, The Yin and Yang Flows Red. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I got it. Yeah, you got that one. Okay. <clears throat> Somewhere between science and superstition, there's another world. The world of darkness. And this is not that movie. What's better than one white girl being possessed by a demon or demons? Making it more diverse and having it an African-American girl. But wait. What's better than having one African-American girl being possessed by a demon? Let's make it two girls. And the other one is white. Like the first one. But wait. What's better than having... Uh, one Catholic church help out with the exorcist. Let's get help from other religions and make it the Justice League of Religion. <laughs> but wait. The Justice League of Religion? <laughs> but wait, Shane. What's better than having a white priest? A darker-skinned priest that wants to help. <laughs> it's the exorcist double trouble, but not double the quality and enjoyment as the original one. There's an exorcist at the end of the film. A failed neighbor nun tries and helps and fails again. Priest dies in two minutes of the exorcist. White girl, black girl, the end. Riveting. That's uh, my fun. That one you might have to... I'm going to spoil that and then uh, bleep out the ending there. (laughs) That one you might have to cut overall, though. (laughs) Dude, I I could have guessed. Okay, yeah. That's... Exactly what they would have done for Believer. Okay, what do you got? Like, why not? That's what we do all with right. all movies now. Let so. me do the actual, like, go for it. Uh, legitimate one. <clears throat> we open to the greatest country in the world, Haiti, where we meet not Kid Cudi and his pregnant wife on vacation or something, taking f- photos or I don't know. So, typical Haiti, there's an earthquake where the wife gets stuck and hurt somewhere, and Kid Cudi must have the choice to either save the wife or the pregnant baby. He chose wrong and shows the premature baby in the, in the wife's belly. 
Now, cut to 13 years later in good old middle of the Bible Belt, Percy, Georgia. Angela, who is now 13 years old, and her dad, who is still a shitty photographer. An- oh Angela and her white religious friend Catherine go into the woods to try to contact Angela's dead mom with a candle and some dumb shit necklace. They disappear for three days, unfortunately, and crazy shit happens to the both of them while in there. But not really. Who knows? We don't really see it. They finally reappear, and from there, chaos ensues. Unlike the original movie, the white family says Catherine, the white girl, is possessed the first or second day they finally found her after chaos ensues. Ellen Burstyn, they pulled her out of the grave, (laughs) is now an exorcism consultant, I guess, but also not affiliated with the... What's up? She's an expert. Oh, consultant. No. Uh, but she's all, she's also oh, but she's all God. she's also not affiliated with the patriarchy or patriarchy, sorry. Uh they made that very clear. But ends up getting her fucking <laughs> the white girl. Boy, Luckily for her, she doesn't have to watch the rest of this film anymore. <laughs> There's an exorcism at the end. The neighbor nurse that was a failed nun who got an abortion at some point. Tries and helps and fails again. The end. Oh, and... Wait, what? I'm going to bleep out all the spoilers and then we'll get into the spoilers at the end here. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, maybe maybe I should have said that for the... Yeah, it's fine. It's just just because it's a newer movie. I don't... No one fucking cares. Um, no one's gonna see this. Yeah, no one's gonna see this film again. This film. Um, okay, so, I'm, I'm, I'm so lucky for us. So, about. Seen the, so Shane didn't see this, so we did not hear Shane for thirty minutes. Is pretty nice. Uh, what's your initial reaction to? That's a lie. What's your initial reaction to the Exodus Believer, Dan? I didn't hate it, but I will never watch it again. I've seen it one and a half times. Um, the quality from seeing it didn't help from my third party theater source. <laughs> But there's little beats and pieces I did enjoy, but I just felt like, again, this I guess I didn't mention it. It's directed by David Gordon Greer, or Green, I always forget Green. his actual name, and then him and his friends who did Halloween, the last two latest ones. Danny McFucking Bride. Yes, and, and his friends, that's, yeah, obviously. Um, so I knew going in, it will, I expected more comedy and some random stupid shit, but it wasn't that, but this movie, and I said that in my synopsis is kind of batshit crazy in a sense that like, I'm, I really want to know if how much influence Hollywood had on the notes and review comments for the script. Because it was it was it written by David Gordon and his friends or no, Ron? Do you remember? Yeah, it's Gordon yeah, Green. It's... Someone else wrote the story, and then Gordon Green, Danny McBride, and someone else wrote the screenplay. So there's like five yeah. different names attached. That's to it. my that's my biggest gripe with this because I feel like if it was just them, it would be maybe more like stupid, maybe more like random, like fail comedy, like kind of like the Halloween movies were the last two ones, but. They added the random, like, woke 
and you, we talk about this kind of our group chat, like the random, the one monologue at the end where they talk about like, for all religions are great, but what's the best about everything is the people in the religions. We all have a commonality, and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. Oh my God! Yeah, like obviously we don't listen to heathens. We're God, yeah. God fearing Christian men. Yeah, and they kept saying like <laughs> we need to accept all religions, and then they brought in like the abortion thing. Like it wasn't like I had to do it. Like I just chose this, and I'm like, I just feel like Hollywood added oh in God. certain review comments like you should add this, you should add this, and or you need to add this, and all that. And I have a lot of little things I didn't mind. The story of the neighbor, uh, I think it's Anne Dowd or Anne Doe, mm-hmm. the nurse lady from next door. I thought I thought her acting sucked, but I liked her as an act- actress. She's in the God, Leftovers. She's so bad in this movie. She's she's really bad in it. She's better in the Leftovers, but that show I cannot recommend, even though I like the concept of it. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, okay, so. The, let's get this oh, out ahead, of the sorry, way really ahead. fast. So let's, let's get the yeah. woke thing out of the way. That stuff doesn't bother me. I, I don't really care because it's pandering. But if a movie's good, it elevates above that kind of shit to me. Like, like people right. p- people will mm-hmm. cast diverse things and they want to be inclusive. But if it's done, in, if the movie's good, then you won't notice or care about it. Or unless you're a person who looks That's... for those things and really just wants to be mad about it, this movie, like, I don't think casting the black and white girl, like, I don't really care about that. That doesn't bug me. What bugs me is that bullshit, pussy ass, like, riskless ending of saying, like, we all of us have to come together to 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 unite. It's it's so like has no teeth there's no grit to it especially how it ends the ending is really fucking dark and then they go but with help of community we can do this and i'm like that's such a fucking fucking monologue jesus christ it's so awful it's It's the stupidest fucking ending it's so fucking like just like a, a big fucking wet fart like it's just it's so fucking lame and just like this is I, not what people go to Exodus movies for. It's these, these happy, jolly, we all have to unite and put aside our religious differences and believe what you want to believe. And if we hold hands, we can do anything. It's so it's, fucking infuriating to the original Exorcist movie. Yeah, and it's like they, they, I, they put up the, the people of the world shirt right there at the end, which I'm like, <laughs> seriously? And I'm like, and then Shane, to give you, or maybe we should, full spoiler... At the end for the exorcism, they tie down to, uh, again, the both Angela and Catherine are both possessed, obviously, and they're tied down oh. to the floor and back to back and they do exorcism on them. And I think one part I did, one part I did enjoy, I didn't mention is that they, I guess the demon or demons, again, we can get back to, we can talk about this later on, as you mentioned, they, they give the parents the choice of like, one of us must live and one of us must die. They make the parents choose who's going to live and die. And I love that. But then you go from that and then Catherine ends up dying, even though 
uh, or Kath ends up dying even though her father is so defeated and just says, I choose you, but then she still ends up dying. And then, like, you go from that. I didn't expect that for, especially for a movie this time, because I, be, I thought it'd be too dark. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then that fucking monologue and this, and the soft, happy music comes in. And by and with that bottom, I'm like, God damn it! And then Regan comes in, to sees her mom with her fucking eyes gouged. I'm like, Jesus Christ! It just it just ruined it for me at the end. Every I don't understand m- movies now how they can't. Un- Think of the worst, like, Daily Wire movie. You know, like, I'm just thinking, like, from the right side. Mm-hmm. When you watch a movie that's made by, like, Kirk Cameron or, like, kind the of, Daily any Wire. Any kind of pandering Jesus and you, thing, yeah. Y- yeah, and you can just see it. Where it's like, they think they're being clever, they think they're keeping it low-key, but it's just blatant as day, and it takes away... I'm not saying that they've even made a good movie, but now they have no chance of even like getting you. They can't even trick you into the message, right? It's so they can't. Obvious and, yeah, get, blank, like you said, blank. you shouldn't. You shouldn't notice. You should watch the movie and then think about it and be like, you know what? Like, maybe, maybe I do think about it. that's a that's an interesting thing. You know, like you don't notice because it's it's about a character, not the message of the character. When they do it from the left side which is i hate even doing in that terms but like it's the same fucking thing and they don't seem to think they're making another daily wire they're just making the daily wire movie on the other side and neither of us get a good movie so (laughs) the the irony of all this you're kind of talking about shane is i'm not religious at all and i don't buy into any of that shit anymore but you know what the message of the exorcist is is to have faith in people you know the but that's done not in a pandering bullshitty kind of way that's condescending the believer is the exact same message as the original one but it's done in a way that's so it, it feels so phony it's 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 like watching it's like walking to like a wax museum or like a museum in general and seeing like like that looks fake to me like that's obviously not real it, it just it looks so art it's so artificially flavored to feel like it's false sentimentality when, when the, the original exorcist movie, when uh, Reagan like hugs father Dyer, even though he doesn't know who he is oh, yeah. and basically says, thank you for saving me. And Chris McNeil says, thank you for like, for, you know, for Karis sacrifice. That's all about faith in people and humanity. Exact same fucking message, but not done right, in a but fucking. Karis literally threw himself out of a window. Yeah. And it's not some <laughs> fucking bullshit messaging to appeal to all people and all religions and all races and all things like but this oh one God. feels so obvious and in your face but it's the exact same message split 50 years apart yeah. done by people who lack the absolute subtlety of understanding how to make a fucking good movie and why do people think it's offensive to like it, no one's offended by the exorcist you know what i mean no one gets to the end and goes well he didn't thank every religion for this like why do you have to add it if it takes away from the movie? Like, <laughs> it wasn't offensive to begin with. The Exorcist was never offensive. <laughs> it was if you were religious, but like, but that's the irony of all of it. Oh, the yeah, message of the Exorcist, the, the irony of the of Exorcist, it's about saving your faith, and the movie is like seen as the most terrifying, most anti-church thing ever, which is the biggest fucking irony of it all. 
because it's written by like a a person who is a Catholic and believes in all the things he's writing about as true. But the movie, like the connotation of like, oh no, it's terrifying. It's going to be sinful by showing these terrible things. And this new movie is trying to be appealing to all people. And it's so fucking just phony. I want to get past this, but go ahead, Dan, finish your thing. And then let's get to the actual plot of it and then talk about why it sucks. Oh no, no. I was, I was going back to the plot. That's why I, it's fine. Yeah. Like, same idea. Cause like woke shit doesn't it, bug me. It, if it's a good movie, this movie's just fucking shit. So again, it, 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 it's, it's not genuine and it's, it's, Again, like it, it's it, it. You're putting the ele- elephant. You took elephant out of the captive, or you took an elephant out of Africa and put him, paint him white, and put him in captivity. Now I notice it. You and Shane had like the best like um, similes. Yes. Shane's about his parents yes. fucking, and yours about animals <laughs> being lost. <laughs> I think mine's um, more this woke is like your though, Shane. Fucking yeah. in front of you and lecturing you. <laughs> why you shouldn't steal the cookie from the cookie jar. Okay. Cookies. Moving moving past the uh, different political differences, I enjoyed the first 30 minutes of this movie. I like the character of... I don't even remember his name. It's so forgettable this movie is. I like the, the uh, dad and Donner... Angela's dad. The the black guy from uh, from Hamilton. Shane, he's... Um, he's not Kid uh, Cudi. Leslie Odom Jr. What was that? Not Kid Cudi. Yeah, yeah. Leslie Odom Jr. He's Aaron Burr. He's great. He and Angela are fantastic. Sir. I like their, I like their characterization. His wife dies, so then she's he like overprotects her and cares about her. She's he's trying to protect her from talking about the mom because he's not emotionally prepared for that. I like the idea. They go out to the woods. They do their thing. They come back. They miss three days, and then the moment when. Like, I literally just, I was like, it fucking sucks, is right after the church scene when the little white girl is like, power of the blood, power of the blood, power of the blood, and when all the exorcist shit starts, then I'm like, and now I'm really tired of this movie, but when it's no longer, it's like, ah, this is rehashing the exact same beat for beat movie, but just stupider, and then when Ellen Bernstein comes in and wastes, oh god, like, the whole middle part of this movie is... Wasting time. Act two. Talking. You say? Yeah. All of Act two is wasting. You should read this book by this mother who's experiencing what you're doing, and then Ellen Bernstein's like they kidnap her out of the old folks' home and make her act like terribly, and then and then they fucking then they decide after doing that to just basically fucking like write her off and mutilate her and waste her. And then the last act is the fucking bullshit exorcism. Like, the first act's pretty good. I I, I stand by it's pretty good. Yeah, and then I agree. When, yeah. Once the demons actually come in, I'm like, and I don't give a shit anymore. And it's, it's, like, it's, I can't think of a better analogy. It's paint by the numbers again. It's just like, oh, they have this. They say naughty words. Oh, try this beat thing. Beat. Try this thing. Yeah. Try this thing. It can't be that. But like you were saying, damn, they, uh, when we were texting... They the white people immediately think it's a demon, like within seconds. Day two, they're like, "My daughter is possessed by a demon," and we're like, "What year is it that you think that this is a viable option?" No, the the father is like, "Oh, well, the mother is like, uh, or well, one of them was like, oh, we we don't baptize.' Or the father's like, we don't baptize them, and, and when they're little, we baptize them as when they actually know the Christ." I'm like, "What the fuck are we doing here? Why do you?" And also, why do you assume like that's the reason why 
they got possessed because you baptize them when they're little. Like, this is... <laughs> no, that's why I made the joke for the Bible Belt. <laughs> no, it, it's... It, it's fucking... It's just fucking, like... Oh, it's so fucking bland. Um, it, That's why the first one was so good. It's the gradual progression of, like, step by step of, like, this isn't working. And then you kind of go with them, like, what the fuck's happening? But you kind of know, but then you're like... You go with the mother of, like... What you you follow the journey with the mom or in this case the dad as it should be of like what the fuck's going on? Give me some fucking answers as instead no, of like possession right away. And, and well, that's I what I wanted. Like, yeah, I think what's real fear infuriating this is this is like a Shane argument, which is like it's so dumbed down. This is the exact same Exorcist movie, but with two girls, and it's all the same scenes, but like made for fucking Rudy's. Like it's just it's so fucking like. Oh, it's so and, middle and, of the road bullshit and boring. And that's why and, I, I would like to I would like to know if there's actually what the review comments were for like the script when they actually wrote it. It might have been worse, or it might have been the same fucking thing. Who knows? But I'm like, who knows? If I had to guess, this is what had to happen, and we can compare this to Halloween 2018 if you want to. Like, this is what had to have happened. Hey, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Joseph Gordon Green Levitt, you made. You took a Halloween franchise that's been dead as a fucking doornail for 20 years. You took that franchise, made a low-budget movie, and made a bunch of millions of dollars back for us. Not everyone liked all of them, but you made us money. Do you want to take one of the best movies ever made and make us more money off of it? And he's like, okay, sure, but what do I write it about? We're like, we don't care. Just make it so that it will make us more money. So put more girls in there. Don't stray too far from the source material like you did with Halloween. So they just did a, um, it's like a parallel, mm. parallel plot line, but it dips into shit much, much faster than all the other sequels do, and it's just bland yeah. nonsense. And I think the biggest take, like my biggest frustration, because my wife and I saw this in theaters, we walked out and I was like, so I'm what's like the Shane. fucking point of this movie? If you're gonna go dark and kill off. Like, what's the fucking messaging here? Is it like evil sometimes wins? Is sometimes terrible things happen to good people? Is it sins of the father that if what your parents believe will come back to get you? No. The messaging is if we all hold hands together and believe in each other, no matter our differences, we can change the world. What happened? Ex- this What's is fucking exactly the it's point. A fucking, it's the stupidest thing. I'm like, what are we doing here, guy? That guy. It's like, come on. <laughs> they wrote it and they wrote the. Fu- they, they had they had all these things they wanted to have in the movie. They wrote it in one fucking draft. Said, eh, it will. We'll give you twenty five million dollars. Can you make it in this? Oh yeah, we can do that. No fucking problem. Cool. We'll make the money back, gangbusters, and then we'll do more of them because people are fucking stupid. I bet they. I bet they. I bet they did reshoots of the that last monologue or they did something and then they also did random reshoots of the cop looking down at the very end for the exorcist and going what happened here kind of thing you know like i like i don't know i think after the fact i think so it just it just baffles i just it's so dumb like again i was i was it's sad for me saying i was excited how dark it was at the end because i one of the two girls actually got died in that scene where she gets pulled under and the demon says oh she's gonna die i'm like holy shit which i was surprised about but then 
they just fucking put try to put a little bow on it, but the bow sank the fucking demon with that monologue. It's fucking awful. Um, yeah, like like um, Seth Gordon Green here, like <laughs> like they made Super Bad, so like they literally made it an offensive movie that like you know has a message, but like but like but, like they made a movie that was offensive. And like awful and silly, but and like you know, it's like you know, likable characters and situations that are ridiculous. And then they go from that, and you make some really shitty movies. And Halloween twenty eighteen, I think you and I Dan and, like that movie pretty well. Like, you and know, also they made shot. a can you, they also made a Eastbound and Down. There you go. But like Halloween twenty eighteen is like fucking gruesome and dark and gory. And in this movie, it's like literally just run of the mill bland everything like they just did everything so fucking boring no chances don't want to offend anyone in this movie where this girl says fuck you bitch and like says you can like i i you fucking i I don't it's just everything is so watered down it's just everything is just miserable and i would say i would say everything's miserable watered down i I would say but it just extremely disappointing what it's right miserable in the way like it made me just fucking hopeless for any any movie that's made that has a recognizable name it's just all gonna be fucking bland shit so i yeah i don't know like i don't think this is like i think this movie is better than dominion and the beginner and like a filmmaking perspective but what really angered me and why it's like in the exact same range for all these shitty exorcist movies it's like there's nothing of interest there's nothing to push or challenge me or think and it's just all a nonsense of shit and then you then you gotta bring back because jesus fucking i I think i said i think i screamed fuck you at like 1 a.m when i watched it at the end (laughs) it's um uh, a couple shout outs i guess i would say the makeup i think looked pretty good at times but not as good as the first one i wish no no, that 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 looked good I wish they, one gripe I would say, I wish they kind of did um, when the little girls were going back to their actual selves, talking during the exorcism. I wish they did CGI. You have the power to do this. Just do the CGI their actual face, pre-possession. Maybe do that Instead with their face, but maybe that'd be too dumbed down. Um, it's all dumb. Yeah, okay, it's fine. But well, I also thought the the act I also thought the little girls acting were really freaking good. Like them during the, the possessions after they got possessed was shockingly better than I would expect because I hate child, children actors. No, these girls are great. Leslie Odom Jr is great. The side characters are fucking awful. Like like the dialogue's terrible and they they are all it's, fucking awful. It's David Gord. It's David Gordon uh, Beckham, uh, whatever his fucking name is, and Friends dialogue, which same thing as Halloween movies. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just, yeah, but like they're not funny. They're just not good. Like 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 I don't think this movie was trying to be funny. The only you know, like some people were getting upset about the patriarchy line, but like, but the, like it's annoying and stupid and it's pandering. But the like she says it as a joke though. Like she says it to, to Leslie Odom Jr. and he laughs and she laughs. So like she's not being serious, yeah, and and blaming it. So like everyone was an uproar about that line. So I was like, 
It's like, well, like it's stupid. Like really? I, it's, I'm, not de- I'm not, I'm not defending. Yeah, people on Twitter and are upset about that line about saying, "Oh, this is so fucking stupid and woke." I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna be done soon." But like, but 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 like like literally, she says it as a joke to him, and it is dumb because like, well, of course, the Catholic Church is a patriarchy. I know why they all they watched was a trailer, and I think the trailer says that. But it they cut it that. quick. But like, but people were were putting it in there. But like, one of them does. Yeah. Well. Oh, then maybe, so. but, but, but like regardless, so like the Catholic yeah, Church is a yeah. literal patriarchy. First of all, there are no such thing as like female priests. So like, of course it is, but like you're sure you're right, but you're not you're not getting one up on the fucking patriarchy by saying that because the Catholic Church is a little fucking patriarchy, and it's not even it's it's a joke. It's said humorously and, and didn't make me laugh. It just was like, oh, ew, that's a stupid joke. Yeah, and I think going off that, I think my. St- Biggest gripe, though, of all time of this film is, like, why the fuck is she there? Like, she is... What is she gonna do? Money. Like, and I, I hate how... No, 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 I meant, like, her going into the exorcism, like, going into oh. Catherine's room. Like, what is she doing there? Like... No, and... and why would and you do whole, this? That's the whole entire bullshit of, like, it undermines the exorcism of, like, yes. how hard they had to work to try to save Reagan, and it literally killed two of them. And these people are just standing around going, I don't know what to do. Say Jesus loves you and sing Kumbaya. Get out your acoustic guitar and light some incense. I'm like, this is oh, so yeah. fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. It, that's why I'm like, and I'm like, when she got in the crucifix, I'm like, thank you. I'm like, get her out. Do it. Well, she's probably I didn't care. She not but... fucking try to act anymore. Um, oh, I thought I thought um, Reagan was gonna come in and right 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 in the middle of that first interaction. I'm like, don't do this, please, don't do this, because I was kind of no, like, I'm getting over this. Yeah, I have nothing else to say. I wouldn't recommend it. Anything else to add? Free. I have one more final surprise because I'm we're 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 on the three and a half hour mark here, so we got to get wrapping Sorry. this up. Sorry, I got down with the patriarchy. Yeah, <laughs> I have two okay. comments. Yeah. How about that? And I'll end it. I have more, but it's fine. We'll move on from it. Um, I think I texted you guys this, or I texted you, Ron. Wouldn't this movie be so much better if <laughs> uh, at, at the end it was just both of them were just on their first periods and that was it? There was no demon possession. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's why my first titles Exorcist Red Flows and Exorcist The Yin and Yang Flows Red. The Power in the Blood? Power in the Blood? Power in the Blood? Power in the Blood? And out in my last one, or no, um, sorry, two more. Um, how many how many times do you guys think Angela's or I guess Tehran? How many times do you think Angela's dad said to himself, "Fuck these white people," like you're crazy? His it's all expressions. His eyes. It's yes, all his eyes. the entire time was awesome. And then Ron, you know the scene where right before they go into the exorcism, as they're about to go into it and they set it up. Um, and they all agree, like, let's get all the religions together. We got this. Like, we can do this together. Everyone needs to be in. And then the neighbors are in it, too. Um, what if, like, a neighbor named, like, say, Greg is, like, down the street, and he's just sees what's going on. He's, like, he's a Scientologist. He's, like, I'm here to help, too, um, by the power of Xenu. And all of them just go, <laughs> no, fuck you, Greg, and fuck you, Xenu, and just get out of here. It'd be so that awesome. awesome. Yes, but other than that, that's don't watch it. Fine. There's some shout outs to the OG that are kind of obvious and stupid. So there's a bunch there. Um, 
Yep. Shane, since you've, you've been quiet and so patient, probably you've been jerking off and eating hot dogs. Um, yeah, good for you, Shane. I'm just thinking what an embarrassment Hollywood is. It is. Shane, you, you're tasked <coughs> with making the next Exorcist film. What are you going to do with it? Um, is he supposed to do it after this I film? I send it or to what? Ukraine. Oh, I don't care. It could be a sequel or it could <laughs> oh. be whatever you want. Okay, I got to make another one. All right. What I think... All right, there's two. One's going to actually get made by Hollywood, and the other is a pipe dream. But I think there should only be two Exorcists, and that's Exorcist the movie and then Exorcist 3. I think Exorcist 3 would have been a perfect sequel. Because I think if you're going to make sequels to Exorcist, which is an intelligent like confrontation with a demon which is what three is you continue that because there's thousands of demons and you could do a new priest i i'd say you make a movie within the world of the exorcist doesn't have to be directly tied doesn't have to be the same characters but it is a catholic priest who is performing an exorcism on a different demon who specializes in different things right because like pazuzu's like plague or something like that and legion is murder or whatever the fuck he is so maybe you do one demon that's seduction or you know lust concept of the sins vice or yeah lust or like and it has some dark sexual themes to it you know like you can do things like that and they're all intelligent and they deal with different sins and how humans deal with that sin i think that's an intelligent way to do it and you do kind of in the three where the priest has some tie to the sin that is being exercised. That's my pipe dream. What's really going to fucking happen is Vin Diesel and Keanu Reeves are going to take it to Satan. They're going to... Vin Diesel's going to get possessed by Pazuzu just so Keanu Reeves can do the hypnosis machine so he can get to hell to stab Satan with the sacred spear and... and, uh, that's going to be Exorcist 7. But that's two white guys, so it's going to be The Rock instead of Keanu Reeves. He's going to be the one that's going to kill Satan. And Satan is... Uh, um, who would be... Matt Damon. James Woods. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Matt Damon will be Satan. <laughs> or Ben Affleck. Oh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> okay, so our- then, no, uh, Jeremy Renner. There you go. Oh yeah, my pipe dream one that I'd love to do, and and that's what I'm gonna go with is a demon. It might be too on the nose, and the Catholic Church might go up in arms about it. But yeah, it's a demon of lust that has taken hold of a. Uh, you could even do like she might be like 18 or 17, so it's like Ugh. you should feel fucking uncomfortable. It's an exorcism. Um, no, I I get where you're going. If you really want to go dark yeah, and like, like and, priest and bring up the whole like church and the past and all those kind of fucking allegations, right? Man. You could you could do some dark shit and like it, it, the priest is a good guy, so like the temptations could be like she's trying to get him and maybe he slips a little and now he feels really bad. Like there's so many little like dark themes that you could do tastefully, like and still do it because like the exorcism dealt with dark shit. And Exorcist 3 dealt with dark shit. Like, you can do it intelligently, and I think it's 
that. Will that appeal to a mass audience? No. So, um, Exorcist Seven's gonna just be Exorcist Six. Um, we we'll call it Exorcist Six: The Explosion. Yeah, but there'll be zero men in the next one. There'll just be no, no, no men. All Shane, cat, I don't mind all it, but cat, you can't. all female priests. Yes, Ooh. it'll be the nuns that have to do. No, 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 no. not nuns. And, um, nuns are patriarchy. Oh, it's going to be priests. female priests. Yeah, but they won't be Catholic. You know, like they will grow up Catholic. It'll be non-denominational. Yeah, non-denominational. Yeah, they'll be um part of like I think Shane just wants some to see like tits, hip church. Shane just wants to see tits. God, please. It's true. I I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you could totally show tits in my lustful <laughs> demon. So, so my idea was, I like the idea of an exorcism and then the aftermath and like the researching and like everyone doing it. And then the person dealing with the aftermath of like the most horrible thing happening in their life. I mentioned it before, Dan, before we get to my super surprise ending here, your task with doing the exorcist, whether it's a sequel to this one or your own, what would you do with it? Hmm. I love the serial killer thing. Like the third one. Let's just say fuck it, and let's go. George C. Scott's son <laughs> is going to investigate the second another serial killer that's doing it in a exorcist way. Like, let's just do the head, the whole neck broken, all turned down, like turn all the way around and say screw it. So then, like, they he has to investigate it. And it's to bring in priests, but then he hates a Catholic church because he got molested, maybe. So then he <laughs> hates their advice. It doesn't respect it, but then he has to team up with Father Karras' grandson or daughter. <laughs> and they team up together and they have to solve the serial killer. But it ends up being exorcism at the, exorcism at the end because it's Hollywood. Ooh, can I can I jump off, springboard off of this? I got an idea. What if? Oh, do, do, we, do, we, do we do this offline? Because this might be sold at some point. I don't really care. But here's an idea, though. <laughs> what if there's a murder in the Catholic Church, but it's like high up, like high up, and it's scandalous? So then, an, a, a detective <gasps> has to be like escorted around by like another priest, and then he kind of delves and figures out like it's much darker than it is, and it involves like conspiracies, cover-ups, and then some kind of like like demon maybe in the Catholic church, but some kind of idea where it's like, you know, it's all hidden. So it kind of ties into like the current day Catholic church where everything's kind of hidden and cover up. But then this cop has it after the diocese is going to go after them and whatnot, but he has to like step on the toes. So it's kind of like you're Shane, like you're like idea of, of like noir, but also the exorcism is also in there too. But like the priest that escorts him is like hot. Yeah. Super hot. Really super sexy. fucking sexy. Of course. Big tits. Super is, sexy. Yeah. Her, her, her crucifix um, is actually a dildo, not a crucifix. And directed by so, Rob Zombie. Perfect. My perfect movie's already been made, and I know I've brought it up before because more people need to see it. It got 11% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is trash. Paul Blart, Mall It Blart is a too? movie. <laughs> no, it's End of Days featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger. You've been talking about that movie since we were a kid. Which is, a private security guard finds himself caught up in an apocalyptic conflict. The devil's only chance of getting out of his eternal prison is to mate with a chosen girl Wait, in the last hour of really? the millennia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guard finds himself having to protect this woman from an enemy he does not even believe in. End of days. 
featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger starring. Beautiful. Okay. It, so It's dog shit. Oh, yeah. We'll <laughs> add it to the list. Okay. It's been a long, long night, but I have one more surprise for you boys <sighs> to wrap up this perfect Halloween <sighs> evening. I just sent it to you in Discord. Check it out. All right. Don't so read the title because it's going to be the ending, but there's a title. Oh, please tell me it's going to okay. be a script. Okay. Oh. So I play Little Leah. Uh, oh, boy. Skeeter and a Ladies and football. gentlemen, happy Halloween. Last night I got up, stood up late, and wrote a little script for us for our Halloween to wrap up our night together. So without further ado, this is oh, a um, a wonderful oh, original long. script. It's, it's a little long. It's a wonderful original script by yours truly. Why can't I scroll? <laughs> Open it up on the Google Doc. Uh, I saw was the. There we go. I got. It. Okay. I so, myself, I am the narrator. I'm also Miss Misery. I'm also the news reporter. Dan, you are Father <laughs> Flaccid. Shane, you are Little Liam. Son of a bitch. Okay. Oh no. Okay. So no, don't s- do this to me. Don't hey. do this. To hey, me. Father. Don't do this to for, me. For, Father. For, I don't hold don't do this to me. Okay. Okay. For the sake of time, let's not break character. Feel free to do whatever voices or improv you want to do, but let's stay in character the best that we can. But feel free to to enjoy yourself as we do this. Okay. Hey, do your thing. No, 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 no. Let's go. Okay, I gotta go fine. to bed. I gotta eat chicken wings and go. Okay, to bed. read it. If, if you want to add a little twist to it, have fun. You don't have to improv at all. Okay. Oh, Halloween no, night, no, no. 2023. Trick or treaters' screams and laughter echo throughout the crowded street. The camera zooms in on a single-story home. A dark figure steps into frame near a careful deaf child at play sign, and fog floods the scene. The figure moves towards the house as an orchestra of bells plays ominous and non-copyright music. The door opens and a sad-looking woman's face is seen. She's wearing all black and looks like as if she is crying. Are you Father Flaccid? Yes. Yes, I am. The father walks into the home, removes his coat and yarmulke. That's right, a Jewish priest. (laughs) You didn't see that Yiddish <laughs> twist coming, did you, bitches? What is the boy? He's in his room. A <laughs> hollering is heard from a room down the hall. <laughs> I assume that is the boy. No, it's... <laughs> You're going into that all accent. <laughs> no, that's my mama. She has the arthritis and bets all her social security checks on the Jets. <laughs> that poor, godless woman is the room down the hall past the two bathrooms? Yes. Would you like to know anything about my son's background or the symptoms he is displaying? No. Demons are all the same. They spin slides by preying on your innermost concerts. <laughs> Here. God damn it. Nightmares. <laughs> I'm not burger anywhere. I'm gonna read this bitch how it is. <laughs> Nightmares. And <laughs> you know already too. Uh, and... Fuck it, come on, let's go. And despairs. 
they are aroused mm. by the pain of humans in ejaculate their thorn penises at the smell of the shame. Um. Yeah. Well, I like to warn you, Father. He's saying some horrendous things. Thank you, madam, but I can't assume your gender. Madam, may I, say, may I ask? Yes, I'm a madam. Okay, good. I didn't know if you were a dolphin. Sorry. But the devil can use his darkened tongue to say foul fallacies. But that will not stir my faith in the tongue. God damn, Danny. Jesus Christ. Fucking read it. Father, it's like ChatGPT. <laughs> Father, he's saying some awful shit, like really fucking awful shit. No need to warn me, Miss Misery. I'm mm-hmm. still questioning your faith. It's fine though. I am resilient. <laughs> Father Flaccid walks down the hall with Miss Misery behind him. They approach a bedroom door and open the door. Cold air can be seen from their breath as they walk in, and the camera looks at the shocking scene. A young boy is strapped to a bed and writhing around in a rage with brown substance all over his face. Well, hello there. Seems like a mummy has brought in a nice little kosher snack to munch on, yeah? Yeah? Looks yummy, huh? How many licks does it take to get to the center of Tootsie Pop, Priest, huh? She's my mom, that's weird, but we're doing it. I bet you aren't used to the boys hitting on you, are you? Huh, Priest? Yeah, you like it. Quiet, Hellspawn. I am, but I'm not. But that's a different story. <laughs> you have no authority here except what is granted by our Father in heaven and hell. Hey, hey, listen. I'm just saying, cheap, couple bucks here, you get a peep at the brown hole. Eh? Eh? Flaccid looks at the mother. Oh. <sighs> what is on his brown face? Oh, that would be his own feces. He likes to cover his face and talk in an African-American voice. Father Flaccid is dumbfounded. <laughs> oh, dear God. <sighs> Your son. <sighs> it's in blackface. God damn it, Danny. <laughs> and performing menstrual voices? I wrote it. <laughs> he didn't write the voice there, Shane, but it's okay. <laughs> Don't, Popeye, or Mr. Popeyes. Don't do that. That's... <sighs> wow. I told you. It's wow. awful things. Little Liam, you go and stop the awful behavior. It is unbecoming. <laughs> Mother, you are. <laughs> Mother is shocked by this and wait, begins wait. to cry. <laughs> I cannot believe David Gordon Green wrote that script right there. Be gone, noxious <laughs> malady. The power of the Holy Spirit, the Talmud, the Holy Quran, and Zenu. 
That's right. All the religions. We're bringing peace to the world via religion in this holy script. Higher waste of potential today to solve all world crises. Oh, priest. I didn't know you had so many... I wish you would... I don't know. Oh, God. That, my soul is melting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sh- Shane. Oh, I'm sorry, Liam. You can't say the N-word. You can't say that shit anymore. <laughs> it's 2023. Seriously. Okay, okay. Evil for you, demon. That is just awful. Oh, You know what? I might leave this room. It's too cold for me. <laughs> okay, one second. Oh, you're going to be a little dumb bitch? You're going to be a little, little dumb... Okay, this... Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. You know that? You know what? Fuck this noise. Hold on. Fire Plastic gets out his cell phone. No. (laughs) You know what? I'm done. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) This should be the next exorcist when we cancel the demon. (laughs) (laughs) No! Stop ruining my fucking script, you shit. Damn it, Shane. God. Stop with the N-words, please, too. You know what? Fuck this. I'm done. Fuck this noise. I dare you to say some more homophobic, racist, misogynistic shit again. Do it. I don't care. I'm live-streaming this. Hold on. Let me sign into my Instagram password. Sign into <laughs> X. Okay, watch what happens. Go. <laughs> you fool. Who do you think created the social medias that you use? Run off, little bitch. And see what happens. I own the medias that you want to use. Both Miss Misery and Father Elon's my bitch. (laughs) Both Miss Misery and Father Flaccid are beyond shock and stare at the shit-covered foul-mouthed demon. Oh, Liam, you have no idea what you've just done. You might not be afraid of the Lord. But you have just called upon the wrath of the trans community. The scene changes to a news report. News reporter. This just in, a priest has live-streamed a string of obscenities spoken by a demon. And now the entire transgender community is up in arms and calling for the cancellation of this demon. We had a chance to talk with the mother of the demon boy and the priest. I mean, he really is a loving, woke boy, but that demon is just a little troll. I am beyond shocked by this. His close-minded beliefs. Yeah, not gonna lie, that fucking demon fucked up big time. As a quarter transgendered, I am personally offended on the behalf of the whole community. Shout out to my brother Ray Ray and JJ. What's up, brother? We even got word from the demon boy himself. There's our thrill report with the demon boy now. I said what I said. I stand by it today. I will not stand by as my First Amendment right as a demon in the United States is infringed upon. I thought this was America. I thought that we were allowed to say what we believe, no matter if you liked it or not. I have to listen to a lot of things you say that I don't like. But I hear everyone's opinions. They could be wrong. They could be right. But that's what America is. I can just say... Ask for a monologue. No matter if it's racist, homophobic, transgender, multigender, 
multiracial or whatever. Catch me with my new book and my movie at a hawk on the Joe Rogan show. Peace, bitches. A music sting, and the film title pops up in all red. The Canceledist. <laughs> we can't get this demon out. Oh, we can. We'll just make it so painful being him. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful script, Ron. Not gonna lie. Thank you very much. Oh. Happy Halloween from Wasted Potential Podcast. Watch End of Days. <laughs> or what? what's the movie Ron keeps talking about with... Killer Joe. Some, some Killer Joe. Funky movie. It's NC-17 and has Matthew McConaughey. What could go wrong? Oh, boy. Rape? Oh, yeah. The end. Is that it? Shane, what's going on with Limp Biscuit? You said Limp Biscuit dresses like cowboys now, and they do Limp Biscuit songs. Fred Durst literally dressed all of them were a cowboy. Yeah, yeah, it's a ploy. I've got a video. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna send it to you right now. We know this, and he did. He he did the same. Fred Durst did the same thing for like Dad thing. He wore like a white wig. Yeah. Did he? What are you guys yeah, talking this is about at all. Well, yeah. Real quick, just. Just watch ten seconds of this. I'm okay. I'm busy. Yeah, I'm really busy. Wait, I have to. I have to um, rewatch Shane, uh, Exodus Five. So, yeah. What? Shane, can you give me some more uh, some glass half fulls when you uh, have a chance? And I need these right. if you can by tomorrow morning because I got a lot to fucking edit. This is almost four hours. Yeah. Do I need a? Am I stopping? Yeah, stop now. Yeah, I'm stopping. Okay. Penis balls cock. Oh shit! Right. I'm recording. All right, recording. Recording. Looking good. Should be a little bit louder. Got my green split pea soup ready. It's chunky. It is bad. You didn't even get good shit. You got Progresso. It costs more than Campbell's, and it's worse. I think Campbell's was cheaper. <laughs> I was concerned. I was just concerned the the Campbell's one wouldn't be actually like green. That's why. Mm, oh, it's yeah. fucking green, buddy. And, oh, and like you have to mix it with water, and it's so thick that it is yeah. <laughs> it's like water and oil. <laughs> yeah. it's like I didn't mix it. I might have won that battle there. I so did mix it. it. It's so bad. I might just do. Oh my I might just do split pea soup. <laughs> I just put half mill light in the glass, the shot glass, and the other half is split pea soup. <laughs> That's the worst, like, bichelada ever. <laughs> Ooh. Bichelada. Okay, you boys ready? Fuck. Yeah. This was a weird experience. At least Rocky, I looked forward to each film. This one was like, fuck, there's three more. Fuck, there's two more. <laughs> fuck, I can't buy this one? <laughs> god damn it I watched, there is uh, no the, god here priest I watched the, I watched, uh, no I watched the fifth one on free with Vivo that sucked 
same. I had to like stop. Yeah. It's like it, like the, the editing's already bad, and it cuts in between the <sighs> the, uh, the commercials. I'm like, God, fucking damn it! Fades in and longer. out with black. I'm like, okay, just shoot my balls off. It's two and hours. Then I saw more of Stellan then... Skarsgård than I ever wanted. I don't know why George C. Scott wasn't in all of them. <laughs> he was dead by then. Uh, but uh, but Dan, oh, like... So that doesn't I, matter. But Dan, like, I kept, I had to watch that, uh, the fifth one like three times. And every time I, you restart it, it starts over with like all the ads. I'm like, God damn it. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, even if you pause it, too. I remember doing bathroom breaks. Yeah, like, it's so yeah. fucking awful. I spent $1.99 to watch the same movie I had just watched. I love how you don't ask me like things. Like, why don't you ask me where to stream shit? Yeah. Like, it's so crazy that you just for after four years of this shit, you could have went to my third party source. That's totally illegal as well. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the pickle I was in. I was like hitting my head on my car stand a little bit, like, "What the fuck am I gonna do? I am not going to a goddamn movie theater to I see have to- I The Exorcist." I warned you months in advance. I thought I could buy it. I was gonna purchase it for $30 on HBO. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it. That's how committed I am. And it's like, oh, you can pre-order? And I'm like, R- really? <laughs> pre-order Exorcist Believer. Like, three people in the world did it and it was on accident because they thought they were purchasing the Exorcist. I, uh, I have to record the audio at the end because it's so bad. It sounds like the guy recording it in the movie theater it's either shaking a bag of beans or he's jacking off. I can't tell. He's having a seizure. He's going. What is with this wrong? This movie is this dog shit. And at the end, you can see people's heads pop up on the, on the credits. It's so awesome. So it's literally Kramer is doing it on the Seinfeld episode. With a big old bag of candy. Yeah. Oh, my God. We ready, boys? Let's do it. Happy Halloween. This is why I do the intros. I am dressed in my Taylor Swift outfit this year for my Halloween costume, but I'm dressed up in the bracelets. Engage. Thanks for interrupting me. Sorry. Well, now I'm upset. You ruined it. I'm upset. Now I'm fucking upset. No, I know. What you got to say, Tay Tay? He literally, he literally can't just give me one fucking moment, can he? You know, fuck this. (laughs) Thank God he's gone. Your mother stops cocks and hell. I'm going to take that one again and use that as an outtake. All right, I'm back to recording. I believe in a thing called love. There's Thank you, Dark. The listen to Danny, the what would your um, miserable rant be about? <laughs> Is he not here? Oh, that's hilarious. He's fucking gone, man. What if it was just a Biden speech? <laughs> just an old Biden speech. He's just he's like, hey, guy, you know, either your deals, you buy it how you saw it, or you're, you're just stupid. <laughs> or it's just a George W. where he's like, fool me once. <laughs> Shame on you. Fool me twice, bet you ain't gonna fool me again. Fool me again, get fooled again. We won't get fooled again, Brown. <laughs> I it's just this three was a treasure, uh, true treasure. Yeah, I w- I wouldn't say like, none of these was like jaw dropping, but three was good, and this is the last 
glimpse of light as we enter into Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, we, we talked darkness. a lot about the, the first half because the second half, there's not going to be much to say. The thing I'm most mad about is I, I like Stellan Skarsgård. And I fucking can't stand watching him. I'm just like, get out of here. How many Skarsgårds are there? There's a whole legion. <laughs> we are a Skarsgård. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird, like, if you think about it, there, you know, there's obviously acting families, but there's a bunch of Skarsgårds. And none of them are really that famous. Like, Stellan's pretty pretty no recognizable and uh who's the jacked one that was in oh, twilight alexander alexander's but there's like five others there's um oh is oh, um, it there Billy Zane. there's also the the one yeah but there's the one who was in the batman and he was in um he's in a lot of things the scars are he's he's really good. Guard. I can't remember his fucking name now 